You're now tuned into the Apartment 5B podcast, where we chop it up about hip-hop, R&B, sports, love and life. Hosted by Kill. 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 What's good, what's good, what's good? You are tuned in to Apartment 5B, hosted by your man, Kill. I got my squad with me, in effect, as always. I missed y'all. It's been two weeks since we chopped it up. Porsche, the co-host, who held it down while I was going. What's going on, this? Not a whole lot, Kill. I'm so glad you're back. All is well in the world when you're back. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. I don't know if all is well in the world, but I will all, appreciate that. All is well that. in our apartment 5B world, yes. <laughs> I ain't no doubt. Rel, my low brethren, what's going on, good brother? Happy to be here as well. Glad to have you back, even though Portia did a good job. <laughs> Aw, thanks. Go. Please reiterate that for her. Eddie, what's going on out there in L.A., good brother? Yo, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. You know, uh, glad to have you back as well, man. But, uh, you know, it's always fun. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Y'all know me, let's jump right into it. This week, we are talking about... It started from the Pusha album. Pusha album dropped, I guess, two, going on three weeks ago. I was in Ocean City. My first listen, I was, like, kind of disappointed. You know what I mean? But I'm like, yo, I'm going to live... Y'all know me, I try to live with an album for at least two weeks especially if it's not bad like i didn't feel like the push was wack it just I, it was wasn't what i expected um and since then it's grown on me and i like it a lot more than i did when i first heard it and it made me think like yo is that okay for an album to grow on? should an album just hit you from the door and you just take off with it so we're gonna be talking about is it okay if an album grows on you we're gonna be reviewing the push we're gonna be touching on the new black star that just dropped um, and then we're going to look at five songs, albums, or MCs that grew on you and why you think they grew on you. Like, why you didn't like it in the beginning, but why do you think what changed you to sway you to liking it now? So, Porsche, let's set it off like this. Do you think it's okay that an album grows on you? Or do you think it just needs to just knock you out from the first time you hear it? So I'm a little torn with this question because I feel like it's two-sided. So to answer your question, yes, I think it's okay for an album to grow on you. But on the flip side, um, I, I do also believe that you should, and I Am God says this all the time, like you should, for people who don't know, I Am God is, is a rapper out of Chicago. Um, and, and he says this in interviews. He says this if, if you ever talk to him about emceeing. He always says, like, I always try to make albums thinking in my mind that this is the very first time somebody's going to hear me. So it is this want them to kind of know me for? Or how do I want them to be kind of hit with my, with my um, ability, quality, like all of that? So on that side, it's kind of like if, if an album has to grow on you, you've kind of missed it there because now you're expecting that someone's going to give you a second, a third, fourth, 
etc chance and sometimes people don't um we do a lot of us do but some people don't so it just depends but i personally because albums grow on me all the time um i think it's totally fine because i will give them the second third fourth listen i don't just write it off most of the time i don't just write it off off the bat all right no doubt i know for me from doing the research for this show because my first initial thought was no an album should not have to grow on like if it doesn't especially with hip-hop like almost thinking through my whole life of hip-hop it's always been yo what the fuck was that and that was my melody yo what the fuck was that bdp's poetry yo what the fuck was that top billing audio too like for me there's never really been a time that an album had to grow on me and it's strange because this push album is one of the few albums that has ever and I always tell people, I've been loving hip-hop since I was 10. That's 38 years. I've been loving this culture longer than some of our viewers and the people I talk to every day have even been alive. You know, and it's bug when I think about, like, God damn, I've been loving hip-hop longer than, nigga, you've been living. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's not too many times when something had to grow on me. It's kind of like, either I like it or not, everybody was telling me about these boys, um, Coast Contra, these boys, and they got an album out apartment 505. And I was like, all right, you know, I saw a little video of dude um, spitting. And I was like, yo, dude is dope. And I listened to it. Nothing hit me. Like, absolutely nothing hit me. Again, let me define this for people because y'all got me fucked up out in the Twitter world. Like, I need y'all to read. It's fundamental. I didn't say it was whack. I just said nothing hit me. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is, again, I'm 48. I come up in an era when you put in Long Live the Cane, and it's like, I go back and listen to Raw three times before I even get to the next song, you know, and and, and everything like that. So it, it just it just didn't hit me. It, it's just not, and I always tell people, it's just not for me. Like, and if I don't, if it doesn't hit me the first listen, and you're a new group, you know what I mean? I, I probably will never listen to that album again. And I equate it to almost like dating a shorty. Like, We've all dated folks. So at the end of the day, I've never dated someone and kind of thought, oh, Shorty kind of grew on me. Like, nah, it's like either I really fuck with you from the door or I, I, I don't fuck with you from the door. And the only time maybe I'll call you is when I'm bored. And I, I don't have nothing else to do. It's like, yo, you doing something? Nah, I guess let's go hang out. Like, it's no excitement. And for me, it's the same, just same thing. Like with music, you want, I think we all want to meet somebody who, when we go out with them, we're like, yo, I can't wait to see Shorty again. Like, yo, I can't wait to call her. I can't wait for her to come over again. That's how I want music to speak to me. I want, every so often, I just am like, yo, I got to listen to Stove God. Where's Reasonable Drop? Like, it, it calls you back. Like, that's what I want music to do for me, is call me back, make me want, like, damn, I ain't heard Saha's No Dope on Sunday in a minute. Like, yo, I got to, like you would with a shorty like if you really fuck with somebody you're gonna be like yo i, I can't wait i want to see them again yo what you doing this weekend and to me it's kind of like i don't i didn't get that you know from from a lot of hip-hop like that so for me i guess to answer the question for me personally i just don't know too many hip-hop albums that have grown on because i literally went through my whole itunes and if y'all know me my itunes is thousands of albums and i'm just sitting here like now all these albums now maybe it was a song on an album i wasn't feeling or, or something like that but on the whole that's never happened got my apartment 5b writers bench brethren in the building and what's going on good brother peace peace y'all my apologies for being tardy um 
as always, it's a pleasure to be here with everybody. You know, I see all the all the all the all the people who's on on the panel right now, so that's dope. Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm chilling. What, what uh, I I I I, like I I came in in the middle of a conversation about you want to push a thing or no? No, 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 no. We just talking about we're looking at how do you think an album is it okay if an album grows on you? And I was just equating it to dating somebody, and I'm like, I've never going out with somebody like ah, i don't really like her but then five and six dates later i'm like yeah no nah, she's not that bad like, like you know what i mean because nine times out of ten if i really didn't like her on the first date i don't know if you get a second date and a third date and a, and a fourth date and a fifth date now if you go out with somebody and you have two or three dope dates and then you kind of have a little uh, i date well then i may come back again because it's like oh well you know but we had a good time and I'm almost equating that to somebody's discography. So if somebody's watching, like, well, Kill, if you didn't feel the push album at first, why did you keep listening? Well, I'm a pusher fan. And I'm equating that to his first three albums were great. So it was kind of like, well, I, what's wrong with this one? Like, you know, so that's how it would be with dating somebody. I'm going out with Shorty three or four times. I'm like, yo, I have a dope time with her. This last date wasn't that great. I wonder why. Do I just cut her off? Or do I say, okay, let me keep, let, let's go on a couple more dates and see if it was just a, a bump in the road or a blip on the radar or whatever like that to, to kind of keep it moving. So we were just talking I mean, if I can, if I can tag team on that, I definitely um, agree with that completely. I feel like having an album growing you is a natural thing. You know, I think all, it's okay as long as, as, it's, as long as if it's a natural progression. I think if you force yourself, to have something growing you, that's something different. Then you're like, you're, you're kind of like, you're giving, then at that point, I feel like you're giving excuses for something that you just don't, that just doesn't align with you. But if it's like, yo, you listen to it one time and someone's like, oh, let me listen to it again. That means there's something about it that you dug, but you did, you know, something about it that makes you want to come back and actually give it another go around. So with that, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all in. But if you like kind of force yourself to do it because whatever is the popular thing or, you know, whatever the reasons are, I, just, I don't. That part I don't personally agree with. I'm like, yo, if it don't, if it don't naturally resonate with you, don't do it. Right. And I want to say this because somebody watching, I just know it. Somebody's like, well, kill. Why do you do that for Pusher? And I think I spoke on this, but just if I didn't, I've been a long week in the hood. The Coast Contra. This is their first album. I'm not a fan. People told me they were dope. I'm, I'm, I'm checking them out. I listen to it. Nothing moves me. Especially, and for me personally, and maybe we could talk about this too as we go around, I need an album to make me rewind. I love when an album and I hear a song and I'm like, yo, that song's dope. I gotta listen to that again. Those are the albums that usually live with me when it's like, yo, I've been listening to this album for an hour and I'm still on song three because I keep going back to listen or I keep coming back. So for Coast Contra, it would be the equivalent of F saying, yo, kill, yo, Marjani got a shorty, yo, you'll go out with her. And it's kind of like, eh, okay. And then I go out and it's a bad date. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to come back. But like I said, with Pusher, I'm a Pusher fan, number one. And I've loved all his albums up to this point. So it's kind of like, again, that's the, the, the blip on the radar. Well, what about you, bro? Do you think it's cool if an album grows on you? Is that okay? Is it nah? How do you feel? I, I kind of agree with Ev. I think just how that process goes about um, what makes it cool for me. You know what I'm saying? Like forcing something because it's the masses say it's hot or it's popular and you force yourself to listen to it. Like that's not an organic way of an album growing on you. But if it's, you know, like you're hearing some of my examples, like 
some of the reasons the album grew on me is because of me. Like where I was at in my life or where my ear was at or where my prejudices were at with certain mm -hmm. artists, you know what I'm saying? So They're all very dope points. Yeah, so I mean, it's cool. And then going through like my all my music, I find it is very rare though. You know what I'm saying? Like like with hip hop, like you were saying, like it's it's very rare because I know like now everything is so fast. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you get music and people put music out fast. People listen to it for a week and then it's over. You know what I'm saying? But like back years ago, it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was very rare for albums to grow on me like that. But I found a few and you know, the reasons why they grew on me are rather interesting. So. Right. I was I would say it's okay as long as it's organic. Right. Eddie, what about you, good brother? Yeah. Excuse <clears throat> me. I agree. Um, I think an album could definitely grow on me. I mean, and and at least for me, my experience is that some albums like it just wasn't speaking to me and it could be nothing wrong with the music. It could just be like I wasn't in a certain headspace, uh, maybe like you know what I was going through, or, or what I was kind of feeling, right? Um, maybe the energy, right? The energy of it wasn't connected to me, and then, you know, now I'm going through something or experiencing something, and revisiting an album, and now it's connecting, you know, completely. So that has happened to me on, on a couple occasions. All right, no doubt. Um, and one of the things that you said that Rel touched on, but I think is huge, is when you're forcing something you know what i mean and we're going to get into both of the albums during the show but it's funny because i didn't have to force myself to to continue listen to push it you know what i mean this black star album i'm making myself listen to it like after the first two three listens i was like i'm not feeling this but you know what it's most it's to live it's man live same thing let me push through it but now it's now becoming a chore. Like, it's now like, there's nothing that that Black Star album is like, hey, come listen to me again. Come, if you could imagine all the CDs or all these records, like little cartoon characters, like, hey, kill, come on, put me on the turntable again. That's not this Black Star album. At this point, I'm just doing it like, am I being too hard on it? But, and, and that's where I realized today, I'm like, okay, I've listened to this album about 10 times and it's not clicking. So I think I'm, I'm gonna tap out on this one. But let's do this. Let's talk about, um, let's go into some of your joints first. So Porsche, what's an album or a song, artist, whatever, that had to grow and why? So I'll start with the RZA. Um, so it's it's funny with the RZA because as a rapper in general, the RZA grew on me. Um, I initially didn't appreciate the his offbeat flow, his offbeat like delivery was always because you listen to someone like Method Man and you know Ghost and Ray and they're so smooth, they're so on point. Um, and then you've got Riza, but Riza's always been kind of unorthodox with everything he's done, so it's very much in the Riza's lane to do that. I just didn't appreciate it at the time, and um, I remember when the Bobby Digital album dropped, I listened to it and I was like this is a mess like I, I don't I don't like anything about it um but 
over the years, thankfully, I have like just the RZA in general and the Bobby Digital album, everything just totally grew on me. And I and I appreciate now um, RZA's rapping. I love his rapping. I love that album, um, except for a couple couple tracks on it. But um, but I think it's a very dope joint. I think it was it was very um, like you know sort of away from what was the norm for the woo and i and i really like that i think it was very like um what is the word i'm looking for innovative in a way um so i now i over the years i've appreciated it way more than i did when it initially dropped so the riz as a rapper and then that bobby digital album as well so i, I actually like i actually like that album man like yeah i, I love it i like it i drove my friends crazy with it because they hate but did you it. like I it like you it. liked it from the door you liked it out the game no okay so you had to grow on you too okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so what do you think made it grow on you bro like what would change like what hit the would flip the switch from i'm not feeling this to now i love it i think the way that album is structured, it is kind of like a mess. So it kind of just took me aback a little bit when I heard it. it was just all over the place to me. But it started with that Holocaust song. Like that song was so fire. And then it just made me, I kind of just kept listening. I'm like, you know what? I'm like kind of spitting on this song. This is different, but I kind of like it. And then it just kind of built from that because the initial it initially just kind of threw me off a little bit. Like, I didn't think it was whack. It was just, I was like, damn, this is all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of, you know, ingratiated myself with it, so. Now tell me this, did you go back because it was RZA, it's a Woo album? Like, let me yeah, give us another shot. I, I, I gave it, yeah. Okay. Anything Woo, I'm giving it a chance. I'm giving it right multiple chances because they earned that they earn that with previous this this is why your point about a new group is so good because they haven't earned that credibility with you yet right, so right i was about to say that I, I love the fact that you're using the word earn like you've like i said the previous dates you've earned the right to have a bad day and yep. that's why this date was off so i'm gonna give you another shot because you've proven to me in the past that when we link up we have a good time together so you know, maybe you had a bad day, maybe I had a bad day. So I love the fact that you you said that because like I said, I know somebody's like, well, that's fucked up. Why why the new artists don't get the same love? You know, uh I, I hear indie artists all the time saying that, like, why y'all show this rapper so much love and you ain't showing me no love? And it's like, nigga, you ain't done shit yet. You know what I mean? Like you haven't not saying that your shit is whack, not saying that your stuff isn't fire, but it's just you gotta you can't expect, I can't expect somebody to give me the same amount of love that they're going to give to Madlib, who may be their favorite producer of their life. You know what I mean? So, uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, the first person I have for me, it's a it's a song. It is Amy Winehouse. Um, when Quest first was on OK Player, that's the first time I heard of Amy Winehouse. He was just talking about this Back in Black album and just... Oh my God, she's phenomenal. She's this, she's that, she's this, she's that. And I heard this single, you know, I'm no good. And I was like, this, like, this is the chick that you're on okay player, like spazzing over, like dog, I'm expecting to hear, and this goes back again. And we're gonna touch on this too about expectations because that's something that came up a lot when talking about this Black Star album. Um, so we're definitely gonna talk about that. So 
I'm like, if Quest is co-signing you, this shorty gotta be dope. So I'm expecting something magnificent. I'm like, I don't like her voice. Like, this is the singer, and I didn't really love the song. Then eventually, I heard Rehab, and I loved Rehab. You know what I mean? I love beat of Rehab. In fact, that was Nay's first song that she learned how to sing was, you know, Rehab. You know, my mother's looking at me side-eyed like, this is the first fucking song my my granddaughter knows how to sing is Rehab. Like, I don't know about this kid. So if, my, if you know my mom, she always calls me kid. She's like, I don't know about that one, kid. Like, but, um, and then I think once the expectations kind of calm down, because I think if you tell me this is the next great singer, I'm expecting Jasmine Sullivan. I'm expecting somebody who can sing. And that's not Amy Winehouse. She's not that singer. She's not singing all around, all around the world. She like has her, she has a, 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 I would almost say she has a niche. You know what I mean? But eventually I, I, I love Amy Winehouse. I mean, if, for people who haven't seen it, please go watch the documentary of her life. It's an amazing documentary. I gained so much more respect for her as a writer. Like her pen game is crazy. Um, I love Back to Black. I love Frank. Um, so, but I think the thing that flipped the switch for me was just rehab. Like, number one, I heard rehab and the beat was better. And then two, understanding, bringing my expectations down that this isn't a, a Patti LaBelle type singer. This is a singer that's like right here, that she's not there. And then two, what also helped, I used to watch this um, show on Showtime called, um, what was this thing called? It was called um, the something, The Secret Life of a Call Girl or something. And the intro to the show was, you know, I'm no good. So I think by watching that show all the time, it kind of was like, ah, oh, this song ain't that bad. And I actually love the song. So Amy Winehouse um, is one for me. Bro, what do you have for one of yours, man? I have an album, um, and it is September Butterfly. I, when I first... <sighs> Me, no, you, me and Eva shaking our head. Me and Eva shaking our head. We'll tell you our story. We'll tell you our story. Okay, okay. All of mine's a guilty testimony. Okay, I'm glad. I'm right. glad. Go I'm ahead. Not, yeah, no, no, no. Go right ahead. Cause me and Eva's story is funny as hell. But go ahead with yours. So, coming off of the conceptual masterpiece of Good Kid, Mad City, when I get to Pimple Butterfly. And I hear, like, from the beginning, I'm just like, what? Like, I had the one song has the kind of the Parliament Funkadelic type beat that's early on. Like, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I that first listen through, I was like, uh, I'm not really feeling this joint. I ain't gonna even hold you. I'm not even feeling. And I felt. And you know, I, I I fuck with Kendrick Heavy. I'm like, I'm not feeling this drum. Like, but again, you know, Kendrick kind of earned some credibility with me for me to continue to listen to it. And I, I kind of, you know, put it on the shelf for a while. And then with me, I think all it takes is for for, for something to grab me. You know what I'm saying? And um. What is that song about? It something about a dollar. I can't remember the full. Yeah. Oh, how much a dollar costs? A dollar costs. That kind. That song. Yeah, that song grabbed me, and and it kind of got me into you know living a little more. And, uh, I, 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 
Did I freeze? Yeah, a little bit. You you glitching in and out. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, you good. Okay. Yeah, and now just got me to listening to it more and it kind of, and it that real that's that album really grew on me. Like, you know, I have people really coming at me crazy because I said I ain't like it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I'm I can't lie, bro. Like I I'm not feeling this jump, but it kinda it grew on me after, you know, repeated listens and certain things, you know, got my attention, certain things I could relate to off the album and then, you know, I like it now. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm gonna tell you the first couple listens, I was like, yo, Ev, you want you want to start off you want to start off with our story? Yeah, because yeah, it's funny because that that was my exact uh, example. That was the same album, and I'm calling it my guilty testimony because I've never had an album that not that I that I shitted on in the beginning because it wasn't that just I wasn't into it. And I, it's funny because now listening now say, listening to Rail and knowing the conversation you know me and Kill had, I'm like maybe it's some Philly shit that we on. I don't know. But um, <laughs> because I when I heard it, it was the same thing. It was like I'm coming off of Good Kid, Mad City, and I got a lot of respect for Ken, for Kendrick's Pen Game, and I'm hearing the Pippa Butterfly, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And me and Kill had a whole conversation about it that that night, and we both went back and listened to it, and and now it was so crazy because now that's one of my favorite albums, and I've never had that happen before. That's why I'm calling it like this is. Strictly my guilty testimony. I don't know what I was thinking about or what kind of idea I had going into it, but now hearing it and and I think for me I had to I had to kind of like step away from my expectations and accept it as an art piece. Okay, this is an art piece. Let me see what what, what he's talking about. Let me see where he's coming from. And then I was like, oh, this showing this fire. And so it's it's crazy because things don't usually slip by me that hard and come back in like a whole different kind of way. But yeah, that was my same thing with Kendrick Joy. Now, like I said, it's it's one of my favorite Kendrick albums. Um, I, I have a, a deeper understanding and appreciation for what he was doing on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I when I first heard it, I just it just it fell flat when I first heard it. Let me explain something to you. Evan's being completely nice right now because we <laughs> get that one on the phone like, yo, this shit trash. Yo, that trash. <laughs> we like, yo, this shit is trash. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I wasn't really mad. We was like, yo, this shit trash. Yeah, this, nigga Kendrick, yeah. this nigga put up a brick. Yo, it, it's literally like, this is, this is the album that I've never seen an album go from, for me, this is trash to they should be teaching about this album in college in yep. literally a week. Like, yep. that's never happened. Like, when do you go from something that's trash? And the funny thing is, me and Ed would call each other. Me and Ed used to talk every single day. That's how this whole podcast shit started, from me and him talking every single day about hip-hop. And it maybe by the second day of To Pimp a Butterfly, we both was like, um... Yo, nigga, I kind of like it now. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of like it too. And it was like, it was the, it was, it's never happened before. I've known Ev since I was 16 years old. Like I've known him half my life. So that has never happened when it went from like, and neither one of us wanted to say at first, like, oh, it's really not that bad. But I know for me, the initial thing was, I remember he was on some late night show and he did that song with Thundercat about what did the white man say? A piece of pussy. 
and and that's what I, I love that song. So when I got to Pimple Butterfly, the first thing I was like, okay, where's that song? Okay, Bilal's on it. Okay, where's the song with Bilal? And then I saw that. I saw these walls with Bilal, institutionalized with Bilal. So I'm seeing all these Bilal songs. I'm like, yo, this ain't that song. Where's that song at? So that from the door already had me in my feelings because yeah. that song was crazy. And it was like, and it's not being on the untitled on Master. Yeah. So yeah. I'm already looking straight. Like, where is that song? Then y'all know me. If you don't watch the show enough, I'm not a lyrical dude. I'm the person who thought Bag Lady, Erica Badu, Bag Lady was about homelessness. So I'm not a deep thinker like that when it comes to songs. Like, just tell me what the fuck. Like, I'm talking about Atlanta. People are like, oh, you're missing Atlanta. It's about that. I said, nigga, after saving all their lives out doing the hood, I just want to watch TV. I don't want to get that deep. So even with how much a dollar costs, I remember calling that. I'm like, yo, this nigga shitting on homeless people. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? This nigga think he better than people? Like, and then it just like you said after listening just hit like oh he's talking about oh how much a dollar costs about jesus and you're the, oh shit. it was like so again perfect album bro and and that's why me and ever just sitting here smiling because again <laughs> it went from this album is trash yeah, to yeah. us talking about this album should be taught in cool. colleges mm-hmm. and no album in the history of me breathing on this earth has ever gone from trash to not just the five my classic but no this album should be taught about in universities not no fucking high school not no after school program in universities so great 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 call with that one um, mm-hmm. to pimp a butterfly and i think it goes back to with i always use the example of you out at dinner you ask the waiter for a sprite he brings you water you taste it and you're like ah i don't I, there's nothing wrong with the water you just had your mouth and your taste buds ready for that sprite you know, and I think that's it. And Kendrick is one of those artists who's an artist. You can't put him in a box. He's going to do something different every single time. So if you, if you, and I say the same thing about D'Angelo. You know, people. I remember people who, who didn't like Voodoo. I remember being at eight eight nine, and my people's coming through like, "Yo, this shit, right, man? Where the brown sugar? You know, where's that neo soul groove? What's this? All this darkness?" And then I know people who hated the Black Messiah album. And because they're two, three entirely different albums, you know, and that's Kendrick. Like to me, Good Kid, Mad City, The Pimple Butterfly, and Damn are three completely total, totally different albums. And God knows what's he, what he's going to give us two weeks from now. Like you know what I mean? So I think when you, when you realize you're a Kendrick fan, you now realize, okay, it's not going to be Chick Fil A where it's the same menu, the sandwich tastes the same every night, and there's no knock on Chick Fil A. That's why most people like Chick-fil-A, because I know my food is always going to taste the same. I know if I'm in the mood for a chicken sandwich, I know it's not McDonald's and my, or my fries are going to be grease soaked or they're going to be good fries. or You know what I mean? You go to Chick-fil-A because the level of quality, you know, is going to be the same every time. You can't expect that from Kendrick because he's going to do something that may be this album was very jazzy. It was a very jazz influenced album. You know what I mean? And we haven't had jazz influence in hip hop since the early 90s with Tribe and Diggable and all that. So I don't think any of us were ready for these interludes with saxophones and all of that stuff. So great, great pick on that, bro. Uh, Eddie, what's one of yours, good brother? One of mine, it's a, it's an artist, but also an album. Um, so it's MF Doom. And um, his first album, Operations Doomsday, um, that was my first impression of him. And I was like, yo, what, what, what is this, man? Like it, it sounded like it sounded like a bad demo, you know. Um, and it just 
his his rhyme patterns were just so off like and then i'm like on top of that like what is he talking about like i didn't understand what the hell he's saying like some of the samples like i was like, all right those samples are cool but the way he kind of arranged them just it wasn't i wasn't feeling it so then um when he dropped that uh mm food what was the yeah, the, yeah, the mm food um i was really feeling that then you know what i discovered was well he didn't produce that one that was the one where all the other producers did beats i think he did like the four instrumentals in the middle but all the actual songs like he didn't produce it was like other producers um and, and i was rocking with that like i, I like the way he was spitting on that I, I i you know and then i wound up going back to the first album uh operation doomsday and then it started clicking uh, and 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 now i love it i actually now i have it on vinyl i went from like yo what is this garbage to like you know i actually spent money to buy it on vinyl so eddie for people watching maybe explain to them your your grading system and what i mean by that is like i know for me if i buy something on vinyl that means i really like it so you know i don't want somebody to just say oh he got it on vinyl like your grading system is like you know is it i download it I buy the CD, then I buy the vinyl, or how, how is your grading system? Yeah, yeah. Um, if if I'm going to buy it on vinyl, um, it, it's going to be an album I feel strongly about. Or, you know, um, either either I feel like, like, like it's a classic that needs to be in every connection, or it's like a personal favorite. Um, I think that one falls into... I don't know. I mean, some some people call it classic. I, I don't know if I go that far, but it, it's definitely a personal favorite. Like, definitely joints on there. Like, I, I really appreciate it, man. And, and and then you know, obviously, you know, he passed. Um, right. But I mean, but for you to buy it on vinyl, that means yeah. that's like the ultimate sign of I'm a fan. If I yeah, buy the vinyl Porsche, I know you yeah. don't even open your vinyl ever. Right. So just wanted people to understand that for most for most of us, if we're buying it on vinyl, it means like all this vinyl behind me, ninety eight percent of this is all soul, jazz, funk. It's no hip hop. People think it these crates have hip hop. There's no hip it's very I just now started buying hip hop albums. Um so again for me that's like the 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 like you know, and the fact that we can say right here, like the fact that Stove Guy, like if I buy the vinyl and i'm putting it up here that means that you know that it's a very dope album i think the only two joints that's up here that are hip-hop were still god and equimini like everything else that's up here is just um you know different genres of music uh ev what about you what's a joint that that you that had to grow on you well that was a couple butterfly joint okay um, all right you got anything else yeah it's funny you know what when Eddie brought that up, I would say MF Doom as an artist had to go on it. Because I remember first hearing Doom when, you know, cats that, that uh, I kind of came up with and they were kind of digging on Doom. I wasn't, I was, I didn't really jump on on on, on the thing with, with, with cat like that. It was, it was cool. It was just too, it was so abstract. And my thing is I, I have an irritation when, when an MC's writing is kind of all over the place. 
and I felt like Doom's writing was kind of all over the place. So for me, like my first impression was just like, ah, that's that's not really my kind of my groove. But as I heard more things come out, and I think it might have been, um, it might have been, it might have started with the Johnny did with Danger Doom. The mm. Danger Doom, I mean, um, Danger Mouth, and so that one, and then when I felt like Doom was dope is the uh the rock cocaine joint mm. that verse right. was just ridiculous ridiculous so at that point i, I you know i got into I, I came to understand his style and i came to appreciate it for what it was but in the beginning it was like that wasn't that wasn't at all my he wasn't at all like my, my my cup of tea um but in the still to this day like doom can only do that he's the only kind of cat that can give me that like Cause he's still like even in his later days, he still was kind of rock, you know, writing all over the place. But I came to appreciate it for, for who he was. It's funny. I heard my man Apex told me a rumor back in the day, and I don't know if it's true, but it sounded like it was true. He was like, "Yo, I heard MF do like writes rhymes down on sticky notes, and then just puts them around the room. And then when it's time to record, he's just grabbing random sticky notes, and that's why the shit don't make sense because it's so randomly done that." And again, I'm, you know, I don't know if that's true, but when I heard it, I was like, I could believe it because you know, that sounds like that's what he's doing, you know, so. Ghostface was like that for me too. When My first impression of Ghostface was like that because Ghost was all over the place. I think when Ghost had that interview, I forget who was, who, who whatever, who, whoever he was talking to, and they were like, yo, when you said da 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 da, you know, supercalifragilist, whatever like that, he was like, oh man, I was just saying some shit. At that point, as an MC, I was like, it's so got under my skin, man. But at the same point in time, Fish Scale is one of my favorite albums. You know, so I I, I think, you know, even with, 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 uh, with Ghost, it came to a point where I had to appreciate what he was doing. And I feel like he kind of grew, too, as an MC. I feel like he kind of grew from how he was when he first started. So I think it was right. like we kind of was able to meet each other in the middle, like some kind of middle field kind of thing. But yeah, my thing with Ghost was like that for me too. And I think what some people have to understand is that some MCs just have it. You know what I mean? It's like when new people come to work with me, I'm like never ever in the depths of your soul ever try to follow and say what I say to my kids and my families. Like I can call my kids stupid. You can't. Mm -hmm. Don't try to do that. <laughs> you know, I can go back and forth with this mother cursing each other out. Don't ever in your life try to do that. It's just certain people can do certain things. And Doom to me was one of those people who could do a certain thing. Because a lot of people always ask me, well, why does he get that pass? And I don't know if it's a pass. I think it goes back to the word that Rel used was that you've earned that. I've earned my stripes in my community that I'm able to call one of my kids stupid. And he knows I'm not calling him stupid. Ev, you don't know my kids. You haven't earned that strike. So when you call one of my kids stupid, it's disrespectful. Yo, who the fuck is this nigga talking to me like that? So it goes back to, again, we're going to keep going back to that word Rel uses that it's earned. You know what I mean? And not everybody can't sit back and be like, well, why does Doom get, why does Doom get to do that? But I don't. Doom is better than you. How, how about that? We ain't got to make this really fucking complicated. How about, how about he's just better than you are? Like, at right. the end of the day. Well, I was talking to somebody the other day in the shop, and they was, I hate when people, this is a, a, a pet peeve of mine. You know, Steph Curry ruined the game of basketball. Steph Curry didn't ruin the game of basketball. What ruined the game of basketball is the coaches who allow players to shoot like Steph Curry 
who can shoot like Steph Curry. That's what ruined the game of basketball. Steph can make those shots from the logo. Dame can make those shots. Trey can make those shots. That's three out of probably 400 plus people in the NBA. So don't blame Steph for ruining the game. How about you blame these coaches for letting these people who can't shoot like Steph shoot like Steph? Like, y'all got misplaced anger. Y'all need to... Steph ain't do a goddamn thing wrong. Steph came in here with his game, and that's yep. what his game was. And then guess what? Everybody wanted to bite that nigga style. Same thing. Nip Rock brought back the no drums and hip-hop. Now everybody do it. You can't say Rock Marcy fucked up the game. Rock ain't do nothing. He just did him. The niggas biting his shit is the ones who were fucking up the game. Mm-hmm. Um, My bad. Porsche, what's another one? I'm on my tangents tonight. Um... Oddly enough, I've got Kendrick on my list, but for damn, not for To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, And I love Kendrick. Um, So he didn't have to grow on me as an artist, but I do recognize like, okay, so when when damn dropped, I was super excited because like, obviously Good Kid Mad City, and then we had To Pimp a Butterfly, and then we get damn, and I was like, wow, this is like very different, very, very different. And I kind of blame that on me rather than Kendrick because I I kind of take it as like I was uneducated about him as an artist. Like I didn't give him the credit of doing like Ev said and like you said, Kendrick will never give you the same album twice ever. And I we don't see a lot of artists that like like that in hip hop, you know, that that can be conceptual every single time and can deliver so well every single time. So for me, I was a little bit. It was my own expectation that just it damn didn't kind of meet up to that. It just sounded sonically, it was different. Um, that And it didn't resonate at the time. But I was like, no, like, and the reason I went back was exactly what you guys said. Like, Kendrick earns that. He, I'm like, no, something's wrong with me because it can't be Kendrick. Like, he's, he's dope. I'm going to listen to this because I'm missing something. Like, I am missing something. And while I still don't like the joint he has with Rihanna... Automatic skip. Um, I. Yeah, that's I still, so funny because that's my favorite song. Oh, I can't. And that's a this, this is a great testament to what I say every day on Twitter. Music speaks to us all differently because yeah, I, think I it's, absolutely it's a mis- love that. Song. I don't. I don't hear their chemistry. I think it's a misplaced um, collaboration. I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's just a little weird. But to say all, all this to say that I eventually was like i can appreciate damn for what it is like i I can understand that kendrick is the artist that he is and he and that's just that's what he's giving you he's giving you concepts he's giving you something different every time and he doesn't want to be that artist that is giving you like he wants to be the artist i feel like that is giving you something different with every single release and for that reason i really grew to appreciate damn for what it is and I mean, you know how everybody is with with Kendrick stuff. It's like you got to listen to it this way, and you got to you got to hear how it is. You know when you play it backwards and upside down, and, and this way and that, and left yeah, right. But I remember with damn people saying you got to listen backwards. You have to yeah, start gotta, with the last listen. song. Exactly. And exactly. So I did all work. that, and I was like, man, listen, like Kendrick is just has people doing things in. in you know, wanted. They actually put out an album with yes. it going back. Yes, that's they a actually fact. put out yeah. a version going yes, back. That's a fact. So, um, I yeah, and and so yeah, Kendrick for me too. Um, but for damn, and not as an artist, just that album had to grow on me. So, right. can, can, can I chime in too, man? Because uh, this one, this one was also 
kind of on my list or like an honorable mention, man, because the funny thing is like what what you guys were talking about to Pimp a Butterfly, which it also had to grow on me to Pimp a Butterfly, but to Pimp a Butterfly grew on me probably at like the third listen. You know, it didn't take that long. Damn, and, and damn, I kept giving damn chances because I'm like, well, to pimp a butterfly had to grow on me. So let me keep listening. Let me keep listening. And there's still songs on damn that I absolutely hate. Like uh, that uh, love song, uh, the God song, uh, loyalty. I skip maybe half the time. But overall, um, I, I get it. You know, like there's a lot of joints. Like I used to skip half the album. I, I'll be completely honest like mm-hmm. i was like dna element that's crazy that you can humble. still listen to an album because by if i gotta skip half of it 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 it, it ain't even staying it ain't but even surviving but, but, but that's what the thing man i feel like kendrick kind of brainwashed me because i was like damn all right man to pimp a butterfly had to grow on me let me keep giving this chance now i don't love it like it's it's probably my least favorite kendrick album still but it's listenable at least, you know what I mean? Right. Like right. I just skip the ones I don't like and move on. <laughs> All right. No doubt. The next joint I got up is a song. And I'ma kinda put this as a whole posse kind of songs. It's Tony Terry's When I'm With You. <laughs> I despised that song <laughs> when it dropped. Mm. It goes to Rel's point of what he said earlier about where I was at in my life. I'm probably a freshman or a sophomore in college. I'm not trying to hear when I'm with you. That's a wedding song. You know what I mean? Like, dog, the last thing on my mind as a sophomore in college is getting married. You know what I mean? Or I don't need to be playing that during no slow jam tape when I'm with you and the shorty think I'm singing that shit to her. Like, nah, I don't need that energy around me. Get that, say that shit for the old heads or whatever people want to get married. And I say a whole cornucopia of songs, Porsche, Water Runs Dry, On Bended Knee, all that, any type of love. I want to marry you. I just want to share my eternity with you. Nigga, I was not trying to hear that shit. No, 1993, none of it. Just Whereas wait now, until like that. just wait until the next song I tell you. <laughs> so, whereas now I've been married 22 years. Now I absolutely love Tony Terry's "When I'm With You." I literally mm-hmm. sing it like I'm, like I used to be singing Jodeci. I can sing "Water Runs Dry" or "On Bended Knee" or Tony Terry's "When I'm With You" and all of these things. So, uh, Rel, when you said that earlier at the intro of the show about it, it's a lot about where you were when you heard these songs and where your mentality was. I know with th- those type of slow jams. Um, Eva, I don't know if you remember my slow jam state from Lake and always called 90 Minutes in Timberland, 90 Minutes in Knocking Boots. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, Tony Terry's When I'm With You is not going on 90 Minutes in Knocking Boots. That's totally going up against the grain on that. So, Tony Terry, any type of love song, any type of I Want to Marry You song, any You Put a Move on My Heart by To Me, I hate it. Oh my God, did I hate that song. So, all of those love songs. So, that's, that's it for me, bro. What you got up next? Well, here we go. Um, album. And kind of artists at that point. Uh, Machiavelli. Mm. Um, like, like, uh, uh, port, uh, 
Some of this stuff is because of me, not necessarily. Porsche's like, God damn it, I know it's because of you. It's not Pop. Right, right. Porsche's I, like, tell me something I don't know. Like, you can't blame Pop. So, of I did not fuck with Tupac at all during the East Coast, West Coast. During that time, I, I'm with I, was, 100%, bro. I was fuck Tupac. I, that, that's why time I was. I got caught. I'm not going to lie. I got caught up in it. Like Nigga, so they, did I. And like Em said earlier, maybe it's a Philly thing because I was the same way. I was like, I, I, I had, I didn't hear all eyes on me till maybe two, three years ago when Porsche was like, "Yo, yo, I, I challenge you, listen to all eyes on me," because I was not fucking with Pac. I did, yo, you talking greasy like that to eat, nigga? Nah, like so, I got caught up too, bro. He was just going too hard. I just like, you know what? I, you know, I did not. So I didn't even give some of this stuff a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even, like, like with Machiavelli, I, I didn't even really listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw To Live and Die in LA video, and you know what I'm saying? I, but I wasn't messing with it. You know what I'm saying? It took for all that to be over with me to get a little older, for me to go back and listen to a lot of this stuff and then appreciate how good it was, you know what I'm saying? Because at the time, I was not, I'm sorry, I wasn't going to listen to it. I didn't like that dude. I was just like, you know, I, you know what, what was going on? Like, when people say, you know, during that time that it really got people involved in it that had nothing to do with it, it's very true because we're on here saying it right now. I mean, kill, greed, evergreen. We were, we were in that shit. Like, yo, bro, I'm looking at this shit. Yo, when Hell Mary dropped, I remember niggas playing that. I was like, yo, this shit sound like trash. Like, what the fuck is y'all listening to? This come with me. Like, I was like, yo, this shit is trash. I love the song now. I do. I was like, yo, this is trash. Like, I'm like, niggas, what are, what are y'all? This is where we at now in the game. This nigga screaming, but. Like, bro, I, I love it now. I love it. Yeah. And so, That's like, Michael Valley, that shit is fire. But I would have never known during the time it was out because I wasn't listening to it. Like, I Listen, I better say. late than never. I appreciate it, bro. Better yeah, late than never. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just ain't mess with him, man. Like, I, it, it was, yeah. Like, you know what was going on. He was going too yeah. hard for me, and he didn't dissing you all know, my favorite rappers. I'm like, oh, no. Nah, listen. Nah. When that whole East Coast, West Coast thing was going on, like you can't really be faulted for getting wrapped up in it. It, it. Everyone's emotional over people they like and you know what I mean? Especially at that time. And it was kind of doctored that way. It right? was played so that way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So can't really blame you for that. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with you 100% on that. Now I love that album. So it's just like, you know. Yeah. All right. We got poor smile again. We can move on. Yes. <laughs> I was worried for a while. First, first day back, and we already got beef. Uh, Eddie, what's going on? What you got, bro? All right, let's see. Um, the next one I'm gonna say is uh, 
phrenology from the roots. Still ain't I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yo, Ab, Ab, is, yo, Ab said exactly what I thought at the time. Like, it's it's scary. He's like, I don't still fuck with that shit. I'm like, God damn, nigga, you in my head. Like, how the fuck you know I said? So, so, I mean, I, so, so y'all will understand, like, what, what I initially disliked about it. Y'all still dislike it, but um, y'all was like, all right, man, yo, where's, where's the boom, where's the boom back? Where's the spit? Where's, like, where is essentially where's everything that I loved from the past two boots out, meaning Things Fall Apart and Philadelphia Half Life, and um, it just it just felt like such a departure, and and I was like really looking forward to it, and I'm like, nah, man. So I think um, I think something ha- I I I think I lost. Um, I lost like some of misplaced some of my CDs, right? And um, I was in the mood to like listen to the roots, and I was like, "Damn, all I got is all I got is phrenologies." So I'm like, so I, I put it in, and 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 I roll with it, and and it kind of grew on me, man. And then uh, then I began to really uh, appreciate it. Like I just think. At that time, I wasn't really in the mindset or the mood for like eclectic hip hop. Like, I wasn't trying to hear that, right? Like other artists, like R and B and stuff, sure. But like for hip hop artists, especially like spitters, you know what I mean? Um, I, I I wasn't trying to hear it, but uh, you know, the 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 songs like the the. Uh, it's like some really great songs, man. That I that I still love, and and um, you know the, the 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 change of of the production and all that. Like you know, there's there's a time when I definitely say I want to listen to Phrenology, and then there's a time that say I want to listen to Things Fall Apart and Philadelphia Life, right? So it has its own place in their catalog for me. You know, I grew to appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm with that. Fuck that out. Like, fuck <laughs> like, you know, fuck the kid. Um, I, but I, I totally understand what you're saying, Eddie. Um, and it's dope that you're able to do that. I think as the roots, the reason I, it's almost like I can't say that because that would be. I'm trying to keep myself. I'm trying to stay PG-13. It's kind of like if you have a girl who who cooked for you, and then she stops cooking for you type thing you know what i mean i felt like what i loved about the roots was the boom bad what i loved about the roots was malik b that was missing this album so it was kind of like okay do i still want to be with shorty because yo you used to cook really good and now you don't cook at all and i don't know if you're ever going to go back to cooking so i'm gonna just walk away so i think that that's what i did i commend you because you stayed like you're you're the father who stayed, so I commend you, Eddie, for you know staying and not leaving your kids. But I'm gonna leave because this chick don't cook no more, and cooking is not what I would normally would say if we weren't recording this right now. It would be some other things, but um, yeah. So it's dope you stay, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The roots is so funny because when I talk to fans of the roots, I realize you have different fans. Like I know people who are diehard roots fans who have never heard of Adele, never heard of it. And I'm just like, wow, because they have like fucking 108 albums out. So 
you know, they're literally fans of just, you know, post-phrenology. I know Roots fans who've never even heard phrenology. You know what I mean? Um, the funny thing, and I've said this all the time, but the Roots and Tribe follow such a direct path with me personally. You know, I wasn't in love with People's Instinctives. I thought it was a cool album, but I wasn't a fan. You know, same with Do You Want More. Even though they were from Philly, I wasn't really a fan. Illadelph and Low End, Low End Theory Drop, I'm a fan. These are just great albums. There's no way they can top this. Things Fall Apart, Midnight Marauders fall, come out. Oh my God, they they topped it. Oh, I'm not mad at anybody who says Things Fall Apart, Illadelph, same way I'm not mad at anybody who says Low End Over Midnight. Then their next album, Beats, Rhymes, and Life, and Phrenology, they both dipped for me. And what it's so coincidental about both of those albums is to me once again was just a play on check the rhyme it was like how can we get another check the rhyme single and to me break you off was literally how can we get another um you got me single you know so it's just so crazy to me how like their their discographies almost align perfectly at least for me same thing on the first album i'm like yo why is fife even in the group tip do all the rhyming same thing with malik i was like yo i can make a nerd say he's superb nigga how you get a record deal like and then on the second album you get butter which was crazy and you get no great pretender which is personally my favorite root song my favorite root song does not have black thought on it you know so they just line up perfectly like that so for me so definitely i, I feel you on phrenology f do you have another artist or group or album that had to grow on you yeah this is a little bit of a, a guilty pleasure now um now i will start by saying when the whole pop thing came in um on the after hip-hop was doing this thing and the pop actually things started really going pop and that road split i definitely went the hip-hop route and a lot of the pop stuff i wasn't feeling this album, however, is actually a good album. I don't own it. It's in my streaming. I don't listen to it. But if it came on, I can definitely appreciate it. And that's the original Die Trying. Go figure. Okay. When it first came out, I wasn't a fan because, again, I wasn't into the pop thing. I wasn't into, you know, I, I didn't really have too much respect for how 50 came into the game, just dissing everybody. I feel like that was just like a little bit of a back backdoor way to get in. Um, but the album itself, pretty—it's not a bad album to me. You know, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to it on the regular. If I hear it, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate Spit Spit Game on it. Um, not anything that I will go like. I don't have any like urges to hear Get Rich or Die Trying. But if it came on, I'm not mad at it at all. So it's more of a guilty pleasure. And I think just to, just actually to add this, add on to this is for me. To have an album grow on me, that doesn't happen too much. Usually if I don't like it and I listen to it again like two or three times, I still don't like it. So a lot of things don't make it through the gate. Um, this one made it through the gate, but it wasn't enough for me to like to actually like have a copy of it. But it's still, I can still appreciate it for what it was. That's why you said, I, I, I like the album. I don't love it as much as most people do. Like right. I know a lot of people who like live and die by that album. Like that's one of the greatest rap albums ever created. And I'm like, hey, you're kind of going a little habitual line stepper right there with that. Yeah, but again, yeah. you know, it's everybody's opinion. But I love it. But I don't love it as much as most people love it. Like I know a lot of people who are like, no, that's one of the greatest albums ever made. And I'm like, eh, okay, you're probably under 38, so I, I'll give you a pass. So, um, neither here nor there. Let's take a break on that with our last three. Pusha. Porsche. 
What did you think of this Pusha T album? How many mics are you giving it? Did it grow on you? Did you love it from the beginning? What's your verdict on Pusha? So, I liked it out the gate and I haven't, like I didn't dislike it. It didn't have to grow on me. I just liked it. Um, but I was, I mean, Pusha's not one of, Pusha's not one of my most favorite. I, I don't like love, love, love Pusha. I'm not like, you know, gripping my seat waiting for his albums to drop, but I definitely check them when they do. So for me, um, it, it met my expectations. I mean, it's Pusha. He's he's doing what he does and um, I like it. I know a lot of people kind of go hard on the production or um, something like that. But for me, I, I think it was, it was good. I love some songs more than others um some songs like stick out more than others do but um yeah i mean i, I liked it and i i haven't disliked it. i haven't liked it any more or less than when i first heard it but i and i still keep it in rotation so um for me i give it like a three and a half mic so i, I yeah it's dope all right well what about you um <laughs> yeah i like it um i think my um anticipation for this album like we've been wait i've been like waiting i'm a huge push fan i love daytona i think that didn't had a negative effect on how I, how I heard the album when i first heard it you know what i'm saying because i'm like i was i wasn't being i don't know if i can say fair like i'm i'm thinking daytona how crazy that was you know what i'm saying and then my anticipation and it was kind of when I heard it, it was like, I'm like, it's dope, you know what I'm saying? But it's not, you know, what I expected. But that was like the first two listens. But like, I, I like it. I'll, I will give it uh, four. I'll probably give it four mics. Um, I like it. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. It's just, I think, with the expectations, the follow up. <laughs> from Daytona. And then one thing, I had to keep things in perspective too. Daytona has seven songs on it. If you, this album has more, so there's more chances for something to not be hot when you add, you know, when you add songs to it. But um, there's some songs on here though that I really, 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 um, you know, really love. You know what I'm saying? I think it started out really good. Like that Brambleton song, I really like. Um, so I think it's dope, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 about about a four for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm listening to it on a daily basis, so right. I like it. Okay. Ed, what about you? Yeah, man, I I have to echo a lot of what Red was saying about um the expectations. Like coming from Daytona, like Daytona off the gate with you know, if you know you know, right? And it was seven tracks. All of them were dope, right? There was no letdown, nothing. And this was just like, had to listen a, a, a few times. And, and it wasn't like nothing was good. I mean, there were a few tracks that's uh, on the initial listen. There were a few tracks that stood out to me like in a negative way. Like, what was that? Like, or hooks or certain beat choices or you know stuff like that um and it has grown on me um i just listened to it again uh today it has grown on me but i don't know if 
I don't know if there's really a, a good handful of songs that I really love. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's anything out there that, to be honest, that I really love yet. And for that, I, I'll give it a three. You know, okay. it ain't trash. Like, it's good. It's just, it's still nothing that I'm gonna say like I really love, and and still too much skipping around for me. Right, no doubt. Ed, what about you, good brother? Okay, so here's the thing. I gotta give a little context. <laughs> I gotta give this a little bit of context. I'm an older dude. I'm not an old dude. Um, but I'm an older cat, and sometimes that works against you. I think in, in where I'm at, I've gotten to a point to trust what I like and trust what I don't like. I went through the album pretty quickly. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't sit on each song and go back and give it a... No, I went through the album quickly and it's more like what pulled me and what didn't. A lot of it didn't. And this is my thing, though. As an MC, I think Pushing P is phenomenal. I can never get into the drug rap. That's just my thing. Like, that's the reason why I don't listen to Griselda like that. I'm just not into, like, I'm too old to listen to drug rap like that. But that's just me. Not too old, but that's just, I'm, I'm not into drug rap. It's not doing age. Um, also, I think that when I when I think about this whole like the way that they set it up, this whole like Pharrell versus Ye, I think the production was lackluster on both sides. So to have that be such a a promotion tool, I feel like it didn't really live up to to its standards or to what they or to the hype that was put around it. So for me, like nah, I'm I'm good on the I'm good on the Pusher album, and I, but I feel feel some kind of way because I do feel like. I love Pusha T as an MC. I just get tired of the content. And I right. think my, my thing with the clips was I can deal with the clips more because I had more than one person giving me a drug rap reference. So I had different perspectives and that in that sense I could I could live a little bit longer in that in that world. When it comes to just one person and every song is wrapped around it, and I get it. It's like, yo, that's my thing. I've always been doing this, this is what I do. As a MC, I respect it. It's just not my, it's not my cup of tea again. It's not nothing that I'm gonna walk with. I'm gonna take it home, I'm gonna throw it in the car. I got a six-year-old. I can't even really bang that in the car like that. You know what I mean? Right. So so there's a there's a couple there's a couple of things that kind of just that work not work against me, just is where I'm at. You know what I mean? And and one of those things is just like, yo, I just can't do the drug rap. So the Pusher album, I was you know, maybe that sound is the sound of today. Maybe that sound, as far as production-wise, maybe that's the sound that's resonating. Uh, you know, just in today's time. For me, I'm just like, yo, I Pusha needs some dirt. I gotta get Pusha yeah. dirt. I don't know what's all this like heavy yeah. bass line, this heavy sub bass shit, and that's cool. But Pusha, to me, I like Pusha on dirt. And yeah, and the last the last track that I really fuck with Pusha like that was the Kanye joint with the piano. I can't think what it's called. Um, the one was about the dancing and shit like that. The video with the ballerina that was in there dancing. The ding, ding. Oh, you talking about the Kanye joint? Off of, um, you talking yeah. off? Of I don't the even joint. like Kanye first. I don't like that joint till Pusher comes on. Right. You see that? Yeah. But this like that's the Pusher that I I like Pusher like that. And I didn't get that. I got like you know it's something else. So nah, I'm I'm good on the Pusher album. I don't have yeah, any I'm stars to give it. It's not like it's a zero. It's just like, I feel like I'm, you know, certain certain albums you feel like I'm not qualified to give a review because it's just, it's so much not my lane. I can't even give a real perspective because I just, it's, I don't, it's, it's not, it's not my thing. It's not even my book to open up and just kind of skim through like that. So, right. Yeah. Understandable. 
Eddie, what I, were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, what Ev was saying about the production. And um, I could see a scenario where if someone took them Pusha T vocals and remixed it and just made it, like, real grimy, like, would love it. You know what I mean? Like, Pusha, yeah. Pusha T's verses were not the problem. Like, I just want to say it like anyone saying, oh, you hate not Pusha T, you gave it a three. Nah, it's just, it wasn't fitting with this production. And it just felt lackluster, man. Um, yeah. All right, no doubt. I wanted to go last on this because everybody knows I love Pusha T. You know what I mean? And one of the things is for my first listen, I gave it a three and a half. You know, which is crazy to me because my expectations, and we'll talk about expectations after this, was five my classic. You know what I mean? If we're talking about Pusha, if you tell me kill in a two week span, you're gonna get a Pusha T album and a Black Star album, nigga. My expectations for both of those albums are gonna be five. You know what I mean? From the from the gate. I think the thing that I didn't like about the Pusha at first was I didn't like the sequencing. I didn't like it starting off with Brambleton. I didn't think that was the right song to set it off with. Um I, I felt like I wanted more energy. I would have said off the album with Diet Coke. You know what I mean? But the thing that helped me kind of look at this album in a different way, in a different light, was watching interviews with Push. And he was on Jimmy Fallon, and he was saying, Jimmy was asking, what's the difference between working with Ye and Pharrell? And he said, well, when I'm working with Ye, Ye is a Pusha T fan. So when I get in the studio with Ye, I just do Pusha T. Which was an aha moment to make me say, that's why I love Daytona so much. Because what Ye said was, here's some beats, go be yourself. And that was seven songs of him being himself. This go round, Pharrell was more so trying to coach him. Pharrell was like, nah, dog, do something different. When I first heard Neck and Wrist, I was like, yo, why is he rhyming like that? What, 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 what rhyme style is this? That's not your regular... Push a rhyme style. You know what I mean? When I heard Brambleton, I was like, you listen to Brambleton and Diet Coke, it's almost like two totally different styles. You listen to um what's the joint? What's this joint called? Um Hear Me Clearly. If you listen to Hear Me Clearly and then Neck and Wrist, they're two different, totally different styles. And it kind of made sense. Like, okay, all the songs that I like with Pusha T is being Pusha T is over yet. Because Jay is just do Pusha T. Whereas Pharrell is trying to push him. Like, dog, you've been doing this shit for 25 years. Try a new flow. Try a new style. Like, I'm going to try a different beat. And it kind of made me kind of be like, okay, I kind of see why he's doing different things now. For me, it's probably going to tap out at a four, maybe even a four and a half eventually, because I didn't have to make myself like this. It kind of was like, it started in Ocean City. I listened to it on my flight to Cali while I was in Cali on my flight back. I don't find myself making myself listen to it. I just think for me, it's kind of like now I at least understand why he's not doing Pusha T on every single song because of that. My only beef with half this album is why is Jay rapping? Like even on the joint Dreaming of the Past, I feel like he comes in with like six bars and he's talking about fucking like this Kim Kardashian shit. It's like, you know, when the father's away and I'm like, dog, how you just fucking ruin the whole song talking about your personal shit? But in another interview I read with Pusha, he was saying, or I heard with Pusha, he was saying how I'm assuming the dreaming of the past beat that Ye was going to keep for himself. And Pusha was like, okay, in order for me to get that beat, 
I'm gonna have to let him rhyme on it. Like, yo, why don't you just come in and, and drop a little quick six bar? You know, kind of like he was saying something like um, poor child Biggie did on Kim's No Time when Biggie just kind of came in with a quick little two, two, three bar verse, real, you know, what I mean, not no real guest verse, but just, you know, I forgot what Big said, but it was like, get off my dick, kick it, bitch. And like, yeah. that was just that. So it was like, okay, we're going to do that. Or So that was my only thing. But this album definitely did grow on me. Nowhere near no to pimp a butterfly because I'm still not calling this no five mic classic, but it has grown on me. Black Star, Porsche. The look I on your face. Want, I almost want to go last because <laughs> I. You want to go last? You can go last, well. No, I, I'll go. I'll go. It's fine. Um, listen, I was, I was like Jada Kiss's top five dead or alive disappointed in this one. Mm, wow. I, I Damn. Was, yeah. Now, if y'all know who, Jada Kiss's top five dead or alive disappointment. He, he he owes me mics for that, and Blackstar owes me mics for this. So, Damn. Okay. It, it sounded, it sounded lazy. Um, it sounded unfinished. It sounded thrown together. It sounded rushed. Like it sounded all of the things that you never ever want your album to sound like. And I don't know if I'm being hard on it or if that's what I haven't been on Twitter this week. So I don't know what everybody's saying about it, to be honest. I, I have no idea. But I listened to it and I was like, are they for, like, I listened to the whole thing through and the entire time I was like, they, they, this can't be for real. Like, who allowed this to be released this way? Um, it's very disjointed. Some songs are okay, um, but then some are just brutal. Like, I don't know. And, and I think a lot of it is because the legacy artists I find are they rely a lot on their legacy and their name. And can you define can you define legacy artists? Yeah, exactly what I said. Like artists that have built a reputation based on previous work that they've done that has been exceptional or has been um, really well received by fans. Like I would say largely well received like on a, on a very wide wide scale um black star to me is is that way like i i feel like i feel like this album is sort of kind of relying on the reputation and that's going to get them a lot of traction and a lot of play i know that there will be some people who genuinely like this album that think it genuinely sounds really good i know some people that will like it just because it's a black star album and it doesn't matter what's in it, it they're gonna like it no matter what um and because mad lives on production you know like just if they have all the right pieces i just don't know where it fell apart um and i don't know who cleared that to fall apart this way and again i i've listened to it a few times and i'm like i can't i can't I, I gave this more chances than i gave jada kisses joint and i love jada like so much um so i just i i don't know i i don't know i give it like a half a mic God maybe, maybe one mic uh, okay fine we'll just give it one mic just so that there's, there's like a, a whole microphone <laughs> No, Porsche's ETH edition. Porsche, give it a no. Nas. Give it one mic. Give it. No. Porsche, give it a Nas. That's what I'm gonna start calling shit. Give it a Nas. Give it one mic. That nigga got one mic. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, damn, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just maybe it's me. Maybe don't be sorry. No. 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 You know, no. Like no, no. Let me explain something important. No, 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 that, yeah, man, okay. that man right there called me from the fucking airport. Like, him, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> this nigga get on a plane, call board a plane, calling me about that. I I don't know if in like 15 years we're gonna come back as Apartment 5B and I'm gonna be like this Black Star album grew on me. I don't know, but all I'm saying is it was not it. Like they owe me. Mike, so I just I don't. Ev, you called me from the airport while boarding an airplane. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this album, man? I my my thoughts is very. I think Porsche had a, a lot of great points that I definitely agree with. I think it was lazy. Um, I, you know, my I'm disappointed. I'm a little hurt actually because my thing is this: you had so much talk around. The la- I don't know who it was. I'm gonna say the label that was wasn't allowing y'all to put the album out. And it was all this and it was all that. And and I, I heard most like you think you think we don't want the album out. I heard all this talk about it, and I was hype off the fact that it was another Black Star album. What I got, I don't, I can't, I can barely call it a demo. And I read the liner notes, and I heard, you know, I see where it says, you know, they recorded a joint in hotel rooms and shit. Why you release it like that? All this time, all this time you've been sitting, you could have went to anybody's studio and actually did did a better version of what you gave. Right. Number one, like you know, you you. It's almost like yo, I went to the store to to buy you know uh, some uh, to buy duck to buy pecking duck, and you gave me swap. What is that shit? The duck is not even duck. I think it's called swap, swap, some shit like that. A lot of times when you go into the Chinese, you go into like these these smaller like um, Asian type stores and and you ask for duck, it's not actually duck. And that's how I felt like that. I feel like, yo, man, I asked for the duck and y'all motherfuckers gave me some swallows and shit like that. I'm, I'm, disappointed. I'm disappointed at the joint, man. And the thing is, I'll say this. I'm not mad. And I'm just going to go in. I don't care who says what. You know, you can hit me up on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. But my thing is, my thing is this, man. Um... <laughs> I've been I've been waiting for this album. And my thing is I like some of Moses' verses. The thing that made me want to hear this album is because in hip hop we have we had categories. We had the drug rap, we had the street shit, we had I might even call it conscious rap. I'm just saying something that's not the braggadoche, whatever. You're talking about politics, you're talking about what's going on in the world, whatever the case may be, give me that. And I felt like I got that, not from this album. If you look on YouTube, there's when, when Dave Chappelle put out his last um, sh- joint, the song that was connected to that, um, the clo- I think it's called the closure, uh, Dave Chappelle's closure joint, but the track that they played for that, the beat is completely different than the beat that you got on the actual album. The beat that's on the YouTube joint fits most styles so well. It made me want to listen to that. Was the, the track that made me want to listen to this album? And I think the name of the song is um, "Damn." Fuck is the name of that song? Uh, that, uh, it, it'll come to me. I can't think of it right now. Um, but that particular track made me want to listen to this album. So when I heard it and the beat is different. I'm like, what's this? And then on top of that, this production, this whole like, yo, Madeline did the whole joint. Like Porsche, you had all the right ingredients. Everybody showed up and then they went on coffee break. And then what I got is a coffee fucking breakout. I don't know what happened. Talib, 
no nah, man no nah, i can't it's to a point talib's his voice is just like nah, 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 nah. i can't do it i can't do it i can't do his voice i can't do his verses i can't do it i like what most i like some of the stuff what most was doing but i don't like this some of the stuff that's over some of these tracks and then the delivery that he gave is completely different it's like yo y'all could have like i would have rather you just not just not put it out just don't put that out instead of putting some stuff like that out. And my, my, you know, I might be going in. And like I said, I don't give a fuck. Y'all can blow me up on Twitter. I don't give a shit. Because at the end of the day, this is how I feel. And I wanted some dope. I wanted a dope album. And I got something, something else. And I, you know, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan because I was, I was, I was so killed. I was interested to have this other lane that hasn't been really addressed in the last couple of years when it comes to MCs. A lot of MCs are not like really like digging this other lane of, we're not talking about how dope we are. We're not talking about the, 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 the street shit. And we're not talking about the drug shit. We're talking about this right here. And that's why I was waiting for them to give me that. And I feel like I got a lackluster project, man. So you know, yeah, what, you know what it is, Ev? It reminds me of Charlie Brown Halloween episode where everybody was getting candy and Charlie Brown was like, I got a rock. Rock, yo. <laughs> I got a rock. Like, niggas is eating any candy in front of Charlie Brown. That nigga's like, nigga, I got a I fucking... Got, and you don't know you got a rock till you get home and you open your bag. <laughs> I got a fucking rock? Poor yeah, Charlie Brown, man. Eddie, what, 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 are, what are your thoughts, good brother? Oh, man. Um, yeah, man, I, I was disappointed, man. Um, I give this album, I don't even, I can't even give it any mics, man. I'll give it an incomplete. You this know nigga, Porsche gave it a Nas. Porsche gave it a Nas. He gave it a Nas. I would give it an incomplete. This nigga, you ain't showing for enough classes to even get a grade. You don't grade. You don't grade. Nah, man. Cause and these you niggas, know, these niggas blowing up my timeline, and, and Eddie gave it an incomplete. Porsche gave it a one mic. Wow. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, so the the Manlet beats, I, and 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 I've spoken to a few people about this. Um, you know, I was having a dope conversation with Neltron about it. The Manlet beats. It's funny because as soon as he got a phone with you, he called me. Right. The the, the Manlet beats would have been cool on a beat tape, right? But you can't just it's like you can't just take something from from a beat tape, which you know, who knows if that was even his completed, right? They 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 liked it and just recorded over it, but it it just wasn't it just wasn't it. Then most did not sound inspired, man. Oh shit, we yeah. lost kill. Yeah, it'd probably be back. Anyway, man. Most did not sound inspired, man. Like my first thought was like, "Yo, that's cool for scratch vocals, man. That's a cool demo take, you know, man." Like, so like I say, most did not sound inspired. You know, I'm like, okay, like now that that's a cool first take. Now go back in the booth and do it the right way. You know, man. Like. It just he, he didn't feel yeah, I didn't feel the energy, I didn't feel the uh the the excitement like he sounded bored. Most deaf sounded bored, like he didn't want to be rapping. And um my my thing is like it's not even about um him not sounding like black on both sides most 
or a raucous most or, or anything like that. Because I like the ecstatic, you know what I mean? And his rhyme patterns is pretty much the same from what he was doing on the ecstatic, which was incredibly dope. The difference is he doesn't sound inspired. Like he sounds lazy. He doesn't sound like, like he sounds like he don't want to be rapping. Right? Then that leaves to live. To live to to live by default, right? By default, sounded the best on the album. But it's not really saying much. You know what I mean? It's like okay, like my first listen, I was like, damn. Like to to, to live is is real is really the standout on this album. But then on my next listens, I'm like, well, that's because the beats are lackluster and most sounds bored. So by default, to live sounds the best. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if it's saying much. Uh, so yeah, overall, I, I give that joint uh, incomplete. Um, you know what I mean? Never they, they, in the history of my yeah. life, <laughs> I have been discussing hip hop for 38 years. I have never heard someone give something an incomplete. Yo, Eddie has so just black. given Black Star a f- this nigga went college professor on you and hit you with the motherfucking eye. That nigga hit you with the crooked eye of incomplete. <laughs> Trey Lee, the Illadelph legend. Commuted. What's going on, good brother? My, my apologies, man. It's been, it's been a long, hectic day. As y'all can see, I got on my fresh Christmas pajamas. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it's that's all, what we're doing. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's yeah. all good, brother. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, brother. Have Have you had a chance to hear the new Black Star? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back. Well, well, Porsche gave it a Nas. Porsche gave it a Nas, which is a one mic. You know what I mean? (laughs) Eddie just gave it a crooked eye. I done got new names now for shit. Like that's gonna be what we call incomplete from now on. The crooked eye. I've heard so many like you know uh, a lot of my friends. I, I won't even say their names on this because they're in the industry. And if you know who I know, then you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 were pretty perturbed, right? And so based off of that, and it wasn't just that particular person, but others, based on that, it's like, you know what? And he he kept saying, Yo, man, just listen to it, just you know, I was like, nah, I'll wait. I'm good. I'll get around to it if I ever how, get around to how it. How many mics did F give it? I missed I didn't know I look I can't my thing is Oh, just to go back, the name of that album, the name of the track was My Favorite Band. That's the one that has a different if you can find it on YouTube on the Dave Chappelle joint. But I, I'm with Eddie. I'm like, it's incomplete. It's like you give me, you giving me, you giving me like, you giving me this A-track album that you did in your in your in your grandma's garage. I heard the mix is awful. I heard the mixes awful. are awful. Awful. It's awful. it's an awful. It's just it's everything about it. It's just like yo, you you made me wait for this. For this, well, hold on, hold on. We, gonna, we we gonna, we gonna get on that. It should have sent it to Young Google, but I don't know if he would have saved it because both sounded bored. That 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 that's we're gonna get to that. Rel, I know you listened last because I, I fucked around and just told F, F, I mean um, Rel about this like ten minutes before the show started. Do you have any take on what you heard so far? So what I heard so far is just poor quality, man. Like, 
I, I like from I've only listened to it once. So of course I'm not gonna give it a mic rating or nothing. But the quality is bad, bro. Like it sounds like a bad demo, bro. Like that's right. It, it's just and I'm just like I'm I'm not gonna lie and you know the stands probably get at me, but the beats were, I mean, mid, bro. Like that's what I, that's what I heard. Like, Honestly, yeah. I, I thought the production was the least of the problems. Like I, I would I would say the production was better than the one mic comes from the production for me. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I could, so, I could so see that, but the quality just mess. I can't yeah. really hear it no, right. Like, it's no, just, no, 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 no. Wait a minute, bro. Yo, Porsche, we're not going to let you just skate around that. Was it hot or not? Was the beach hot or not, man? We're not going to let you just was, dance around that, man. They, was, no, they, but, they, they, they were mid at best to me. To me. They were mid at best. I got to, since Eddie wanted to go college professor, I got a whole dissertation here. I'm going to let <laughs> Rel go, and then I'm, I have a whole dissertation on this album. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, how do you put out your like so I'm gonna give you a perfect example. I sent a song I was working on to Kill. He can't and I sent it to Trey Lee. The, I sent Kill the when I first did it and he told me you need to fix this on your vocals, you need to do this, that like how do you put out some shit that sounds like not mixed it didn't get mixed at all. Like it just sound you know what I'm saying? Like you did that on uh <laughs> The Fisher Price John, where you put the John in, you know, that's what it, it sounded very poor quality, bro. Like, I was he said yeah. the Fisher Price John, yeah, the John, where you just get the mic in, you know what I mean? Yeah, that I mean, that shit was great. For, for, I hope for, to make it to Philly and for, like the Fisher yeah. Price John, and I love most death, bro. Like, so I, I do too. This is yeah. why I was so upset. Uh, There's a lot of hurt people out here. That, that's the thing that's that's, 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 that's what I'm. That's what I'm finding. It's a lot of hurt because I'll be honest. Yeah, man. Yeah, most, is, that, most is dope to me. I quality, you know, you can, he can rhyme, but you can for me is not just and but but I'm not a super duper black star fan. You know what I'm saying? But for those that are, oh, y'all are hurt. Y'all are yeah. crushed. Like, yeah. oh my God, what just happened? You know what I mean? But I just wanted to interject that. Here's the wild thing. This is where I'll start with. I've waited 23 years for this album. 23 years. I want I want people to understand something. I'm going to quote Melly Mel. A child is born with no state of mind. Okay? That means a child was born. And now this child has just graduated with his master's degree. That's how long I have waited for this Black Star album. That someone had a kid. That kid has grown up. Got his master's degree. That's how long. And you make somebody wait 23 years for this? That's like a shorty. How do I edit this? That's like a shorty telling you what she's going to what she's gonna cook for you when when she gets over there. And you waiting all day. She talking all this shit, oh this cooking, oh boy, this chicken, and and you get it, and it's like this was the chicken I was waiting for all day. This was the meal that you was just talking shit about and you was gonna put it on me and blah blah this is the chicken like first of all I've told somebody this this sounds like a Dave Chappelle skit you know when Dave Chappelle would have a music artist this sounds like Dave Chappelle 
and Mad Lib driving around Brooklyn. They see Mosin and Talib at the bus stop. They get in the car. Talib, I mean, Mad Lib is playing beat CDs. And these two niggas in the back seat just rhyming back and forth. And then they rhyme for 29 minutes. And they're like, boom, album done. That's exactly what this shit sounds like. Hey. Like the same way when most was when Dave Chappelle was driving around and most was doing the joint on the ledge. That's what this sounds like. It sounds with what we all talked about Kendrick Good Kid Mad City. What what was that joint called? Backseat Freestyle? He was like, yo, I got some beats for you, nigga. Get in the, get your freestyle on. That's what this sounds like. Yes, sir. Trey. So are you saying and for everybody that heard the album, does it sound like that they so I guess you're saying that it sounds like they didn't even put forth any type of effort? Here's your the honor, thing. I don't believe that any type of effort, Your Honor. I don't. I don't believe <laughs> that there are any songs on this album. I believe it feels like most just said, "Yo, I'm around for 30 minutes, and y'all cut this shit up however you want to cut it up, and throw it in Pro Tools and match the shit up." It. I said on Twitter the other day, I sounded like most would have rather been getting a colonoscopy than sitting here <laughs> rhyming. As <laughs> like, it sounds like. He would rather be getting a root canal than being here. And then somebody hit me in the, and Ab, to, to your point that was done in hotel rooms and they wanted that lo-fi sound. And it's so ironic because I posted this album this week on Twitter and I said, you know, while everybody is jumping up and down on this lo-fi bandwagon, nigga, this is lo-fi. This Absolutely. was this right here is what started lo-fi. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can go into a studio. Here's the thing, man. I, I'm I'm in, in a quote duck from the five heartbeats. If we ain't gonna do it right, then let's not do it at all. Well, like no. that's just my main thing. If we if we want to do an album together again, let's do it right. Let, let's do it right. And it just sounds like one ebb to your point, Talib has been talking about this album for at least five years. Bare minimum, if not longer. It was oh the new black star album is done. Man lived it. New Black Star album's done. Man lived it. Da, 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 da. So this album has probably been recorded over six years ago. If he's been talking about it for five years, it was probably recorded six years ago. It sounds like, and I had to get a shout out to my man at skinny underscore black zero zero nine. He called that shit a hair nigga beat tape. Like, goddamn, nigga, stop leaving here, here, nigga. Take this beat tape. Hair nigga beat tape. Like uh, yeah. that's what it sounds like. Like man, they kept calling it like, nigga, just take this shit. Just take these Yo, beats man. and just go, go do whatever the fuck you want with these joints, man. Just leave me alone. Stop bugging me with these beats, because there's no way you can listen to Bandana and then listen to this and even say these beats are on the same level. People are getting at me like, "Well, kill the rappers, pick the beats," and you're 100 percent right. Pusha kind of touched on it. He said, "Yo." You know, he sent me, Madlib sent me some beats, but it was just some chops. They weren't really done. And for this album, I wanted to be produced. And he was like, that's because Pusha was supposed to do an album with Madlib. And people were saying that. That's kind of what this beat tape sounds like. That maybe some of these joints were joints that maybe Madlib had started, that they were just ideas. I'm seeing producers are all different. Amir was saying how Pete may send him over just the drum track and the whole beat hasn't been built out and pete wants a mayor to rhyme over that and then pete will then build the beat around the mayor so i see producers have different ways so this just sounds like if i'm taking what pusher said with i got a beat tape but they've kind of just like chops and they weren't done and that's not what i was trying to do that seems like what they did and like eddie said kind of like they never went back to man lived to like get the other half of it it's like 
if your wife is cooking spaghetti and she just made the noodles and you just decide to eat the noodles and didn't go back to get the ground beef and the, and the spaghetti sauce, like it just it, it doesn't sound finished. It and what people are saying is, Mo will kill to your point. Motion to live, rhyming over mad lib beats, even in the backseat of the car on a Dave Chappelle skit, is better than eighty percent of the hip hop we get right now. But it's not. I beg, I beg, I beg to differ. I, I feel like you're trying to do the. I should be happy. I'm on a deserted island, and nigga, you got a cracker. Enjoy that cracker. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Go, I'm sorry. Go I just, I just want to get this. Yo, my bad. I mean, to interrupt. My thing Cut. is, the album is so disappointing. It's scary. It's scary mm. that you can do all of this and there's nobody around you to be like, mm, that's not the one. It's 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 so it's to a point. This who's going to tell them? Who's going to tell them it's not the one though? This is most, that's the that's thing. What, that's that's what I mean, I the people that's around you are not really. They're not really your people like that. Because the people, because I when I when I called when I called Key, I was in the airport when I heard it, and I was like, yo, when I finish this project, I'm going to send it to you, and I need you to give me the real rawest review that you can give me, because I know if I send you some shit, you're gonna be honest. Yep. Because that's the reason why you in my cipher. If if you're not if you if you're just a yes man, you don't need to be no nowhere near me for the simple fact this is what happens. You take all this time to put this product together, and there's nobody nobody told you like nah that shit you shouldn't put that shit out like that. So so basically, but you trust Kim to yes. tell you more. Yes, I put the onus back on most and Talib. If what you if what you guys are saying what you're saying, then that means they don't trust anybody in their circle, maybe other than each other to tell them that this is not it or this is it you see what i'm saying so the onus goes right back to them you know what sure. i mean what are you gonna say eddie yo so um have y'all heard the uh i think it was the uh, anniversary edition of 36 chambers and they had like some bonus tracks right so if if, if you look on your streaming service they have an anniversary edition right they have the original version of Method Man, M-E-T-H-O-D Man. And I tell you, Meth sounds, he sounds kind of trash on that joint. Mm. But if you, you know, the 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 version that we all know and love, the one that they redid, send him back in the booth, you know, got his swag, got his energy, right? If you listen to the original version, he sounded flat. Like mm. he he had he had no bounce like that that method man bounce that he does you know that we grow to love he had none of that and mm -hmm. so you know it, it, someone told him it, either it was rizza or the rest of the clan members and like nah this ain't it go back and do it again that's what they needed man that's what that's what mm -hmm. uh most needed i feel like most needed that for his energy i feel like to to live needed to write, rewrite some of that stuff and someone needed to tell him that this whole thing needed to be engineered. It needed to be mixed, mastered, and engineered. You know, all of that. It, it was you know unfinished. The, the point that I hear from you, and, and this is what I feel like when people make excuses for things, because here's the thing. We do Apartment 5B album, and I mix it. I'm not an engineer, nigga, by any means. I'm a producer, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. We can go to 20 before I even fuck with Pro Tools. The funny thing is if we all did an album with Trey and Ev and, and Rel Ryman and Porsche singing the hook and Eddie DJing, if it's not engineered right, people will be tearing that shit apart. 
tearing it people up. would be tearing the shit apart yeah. why is f vocals higher than trades over the most motion to live do it yo because last night because i put something up like yo this is the album i've been waiting 23 years for nah this ain't it and you know mad niggas are replying and black stars trending and if you clicked on black star if you go to twitter and just put in black star you will see nothing but praise for this album nothing but really praise. really like yeah, yeah. if you yeah. bore put in black star in the twitter there is nothing but praise oh That's my god mad i'm hearing mad that from anybody Mad Lib is this, most deaf is that, to live is and this. And they are. And they are. They are. No, but but that. they're talking about for this album. Yeah. That's you got a lot of the younger cats, which is the crazy thing. It's the younger cats that are praising this album. It's and, younger cats, and, and I know a couple of older dudes who fought who we all follow who are championing this album. Well, and I well, feel Kill, you know, you know how this shit works, man. I mean, yes. people are just going like you. It's an excuse, but there's just certain people that are just going to get grace. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think it's grace at some point, just because of who they are. You know, right? It's grace at some point, but I think it is goes back to that when somebody said, "Well, mo," I feel like I hate when people say things like, "Well, most sounded like this is still better than ninety percent of the other music that's out," and I feel like that becomes the excuse, and I'm just always like. And, and it goes back to expectations. I want to talk about this because somebody was saying something about they didn't have expectations for this. And I'm just like, but if you're a Talib and Most and Black Star fan, how can you not have expectations for that? I'm like, I'll give you a great example. If you come to me and say, Kill, who is the best place in Philly to get my beard shaped up from? I need to get my beard shaped up. And I tell you this person, aren't your expectations going to get your beard shaped up? Your expectation is going to be high. You're going to be like, yo, Kill told me this is the best ball in Philly to go to for a cut and a shape up. And people are like, well, no, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't have high expectations. I would wait to see what it turned out. Come on, dog. Then why ask me that? Just go to whoever the fuck you want to go to then. Because if I send Porsche to D'Alessandro's, guess what? She's going to be expecting a five my cheesesteak. She's not going to be going there like, oh, well, maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. No, you're in. Because you recommended it. Right, and, and, and that's that's the greatness. So again, like I tell people, we don't want to go to a game to see Steph Curry drop 19 points and shoot two for 23 from the three. No, because why? Because for an average NBA player, that would be great. 19 points, but he's not average. He's the greatest shooter ever. He's one of the greatest basketball players ever. So when you save up your money to take you and your family to the game and you spend six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars, you want to see Steph hitting shots from the fucking logo. You want to see this dude doing amazing things. Why? Because it's Steph. Well, most to me is one of the greatest MCs ever. Absolutely. Ever. Ever. I remember when Big died and everybody was like, Jay's next. This I was the lone person saying, nah, I think most Def was next. I think most Def could be the next dopest MC. So Yes, I expect greatness, and I don't. I don't understand how you can't expect greatness from the greats. Like I don't know anybody who goes to see Jordan play in his in, in his highlight days and just be like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna. I mean, Jordan. If Jordan gives me twelve, I'm happy. Like, can we stop with that? Like, where, where does that exist? If you go, Trey, if you take your wife to some super duper expensive steakhouse, you're not going in there like, oh, okay. Well, I mean. If I get a Golden Corral steak, I'm good. You know what I mean? No! 
you are going because it's a five-star restaurant. You're going and for the amount of money you're spending for this steak. You are expecting the best goddamn steak you ever had. So I don't understand this whole, oh, I don't have expectations. I get that for a new group. I get that for a new group. Sure. For a new group, I get that. If you and your wife are just out in Rockville and you're like, hey, babe, I've never been to this spot. Let's go try it out. I get it. No expectations. But if this is one of the steakhouses you have been hearing about, this is one of the greatest steakhouses in the entire DMV, how do you go to this steakhouse and not expect to get an incredible steak? I just don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Does that make sense? Or no, do people sense. feel that way? Like, do you, if, if you think Moses is one of the greatest MCs, I'm expecting greatness. I think Madlib is one of the greatest producers ever. I, I'm expecting greatness. You know what I mean? Even if you don't give me great, give me at least good. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I will say this about this album. Porsche, you gave it one mic. Eddie and Ev gave it incomplete. I'll give it three mics. I think it's a good album. Three I think out of what? I, no. Three out of five. <laughs> um, son, no. I, 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 I feel you. I, no, okay, no. I feel you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, ha I yeah. have to interject here. So yes. what you're telling me is... Mm -hmm. Give me three other albums you give three mics to. Please. please. Just yeah, yeah, yes. They, they really yeah. don't. They really, no, just, I, I really don't. Just, just give me any albums any of anybody. Any, 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 any albums that you can give. Because this is what's yourself. happening, is that when you give it a mic rating, you have to mm -hmm. imagine your mic ratings are shelves, right? And and those shelves are filled with yes. all the albums that you've given yes. said rating yes. or yes. said Thank thing. You, you're telling you no, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. You're putting it on the same shelf as an album that's complete, mixed, mastered, engineered correctly. Producers are performing. They're well, okay, here's the thing. Hold on, Here's the thing. Thing. That's one of the things. No, but no, the dead ass. Here's the thing. Because it's the same thing I tell people when they're like, oh. Nah, Nasir or or I don't know nah, what is what is a nah. freaking terrible no, but, but here's the wild part. What but is that Kanye album that looks like the mountains? What is that Kanye album that has gone down? You're talking about you're talking about something about I think I'm I think I'm bipolar. No 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 that has anyways. Let's just call it Life of Pablo. So you're what is another three mic album? Okay, okay. Let me answer the question. I don't know because most albums don't get three mics from me. Like that's not a great rating to me. Like three is here's how I rate shit. One is whack. Two is I. Three is good. Four is dope. Five is class. It was good. I think it's a good album. Give me another three. Give me another What's good. good I, 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 I don't know. Another Here's what breaks my heart, you guys. This is what breaks my heart is Kill will probably give All Eyes on Me three mics. And no, I, I, won't, like, I, won't, I, won't, I won't give All Eyes on Me three mics. I won't give All Eyes on Me three mics. But what? Yeah. But the thing is, is that the what thing. What makes it good, though, Kill? What makes it good? Here's the thing. It's not all I'm saying for me is here's it's not thing. trash. Every time, every time no, he, now, then that means it should be a But to me, it's not like when people see it and people are like, damn kills it that bad. And I'm like, no, it's a good album. I can That's listen good, to yeah. it. But the Makes thing is, good. is that for me, I expected five. 
I expected a lot. I mean, because I don't think the rhymes are trash. I don't think the beats are trash. I said earlier, I think the beats are mid. Mid to me would be middle. The middle between five and zero would be two and a half to three. So I don't think the beats are trash. I don't think Mad Lib's beats are trash. I said they're mid. And that I expected. The other thing is you you are the one who said that you go by the source rating scale, right? Right. So you so if you look up what is three mics well, well you gotta understand that what i mean by that scale. what i mean by what i mean by i go to find the source rating scale is, we got fact checkers no 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 and, I, I go when i say by the source when i say the source mic rating scale i'm talking about five now i don't care what the source wrote i'm telling you one mic for me is whack two is i three is good four is dope five is classic i don't care what dave mays and bazito said I'm just using their, I'm using the five mic, and I'm telling you what I the mics mean for me. I, so I for me, again. Stand it up against something. Stand it up against something. I, but here's the thing, Trey. I don't know too many three mic albums like that because I most of the music that comes out there, I'm looking through my phone right now, and I'm like, everything that I see that I'm listening to is Any not, of the Nas albums? Any of the Nas albums are three? Okay. Here's the, here's the wild part. I'm the only person who likes the Nasir album. Like, I like that most people don't like. Most people hate that Nasir album with the cop shot the kids, the one that Kanye did. I liked it. Y'all know me. I like shit that most people don't like. I like Chance the Rapper last album. Would you give that not that that cop shot the kid? Would you probably three and a half? Gave that a three and a half. So that's I, a I half listen to moment. that on the norm. I go back and listen to that. So here's the thing: my track record is I like music that most people don't hate. I mean, that most people do hate. Like that, not say I don't know anybody else but me, Kanye, and North who like that fucking album. Now it's gonna be North. So the yeah, like the kid, the daughter liked it. Like that's just me. Y'all joked on me for at least a year about like liking that last chance the rapper album. I like shit. I like the life of Pablo shit. What, what about shit the Daisy album before 444? Four, four, four? What was that, Joe? Um, I don't, don't even get me like Oh, um, was that the one with the after, uh, after the uh, Magna, Magna Carta? Magna, Magna Carta. Carta. What'd you give that? I probably gave that about a three and a half. I didn't hate that the way most people did. I, I like that joint. Like, so again, I'm infamous for liking stuff that other people don't really fuck with like that. Like I know Nas fans who are like, yo, kill that Nas shit was trash. I ain't giving it one mic. I gave it three and a half. Music speaks to us all differently. So, I so mean, I mean, know. give us something, you give us something one. I think, oh, I think giving something one mic. I just mic am is flabbergasted at how one. mid is three mics and not two, between two and 2.5. <laughs> like I just, on a five mic scale kill, Two and a half is a 50%. That's 50%. Okay, so give, okay. So then it's a little right. bit better than I. If you want me to give it a two and a half, I'll give it a two and a half. But a 0.5 no, mic to me isn't that much different. Like, that's like a C is 70, a 70 to a 75. And no, a C is 70 to 74. Oh fuck! I don't forgot grades. A D is a seventy to a seventy-four. Then a C is a seventy-five to a seventy-nine. A so D if a kid is on the seventy, I thought D was like a sixty-five. To a 70. Yeah, that was yeah. an F. Not not Philly. Once you got to sixty, that was the F's. Nah, sixty-five low was the F. 
Well, shit, I wish you. Well, you know what? I wish you tell Miss Rosenberg that in fucking eleventh uh, grade because that bitch made me go to summer school for '68. So I wish it was. So trust me, it's not. Here's the thing, Porsche. Look at this on vinyl. That means I like this. As, that most people hate the life of Pablo. I actually went out and brought it on vinyl. I like stuff that people don't like. Eight oh eight and heartbreak. So you get that. I get that. I love it. I think it doesn't stand out. That's like a very good description for this album. It needs help. I think one thing. I think I think one thing that's messing it up is because y'all gave it like half a mic and one mic. So like his. Yeah, I'm coming off the eyeball out. Like Porsche gave it one mic. These two said it was incomplete, and then I come in with it's a three, and the shit sounds crazy, and it may be crazy, it may be crazy, but again, but again, like I said, um, I'm personally just completely shocked that an album that we've all agreed isn't isn't mastered. But 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 here's the thing. But here's the thing. isn't. But of course, you gotta understand. But you gotta understand for me, those things don't matter for me, because I'll give you a great example right here. I'm a pull yo, quick. Pull. I gotta, I gotta this, peace out, yo. I gotta no, peace out. No, what you You always do this. What do you mean? All right, <laughs> all right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Give me 15 minutes. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah come on back. So there you go. See, Trey had to bully you to come yeah, back. Yeah. Here's the thing, Porsche. You see this album? Five Mike Classic, Straight Out the Jungle. One of the most horribly mixed albums in hip hop history. Hold tight. Hold tight. Okay. Most of the music in the 80s was horribly mixed because but the that was the soundscape then. Right. But hold tight. But hold tight. What I'm saying is it was the soundscape just because people didn't know what they were doing, which is why we started getting all the 20th anniversaries reissued and we're going to remaster it. I don't want it remastered. I like the mistakes. So I'm. you didn't hear me one thing come out my mouth about it being engineered wrong or mixed right. wrong. I don't right. care anything about that. Trey, I don't know if your shit was professionally mixed when I heard um, fucking creeping and all the shit you was doing. It didn't matter to me. Half the shit I used to play on Strictly Hip Hop, niggas would come straight from the studio and be right. like, yo, here's my new song. And I'm like, yo, the shit hot, play that shit. I don't care if it's not mixed right or if it don't right. sound right. So you gotta understand for me, none of that stuff matters to me. Like my man said, even again, to me, what my analogy was, Dave Chappelle, Mad Lib, playing beats with most and to live freestyling in the backseat, that's worth three mics to me. I'm going to tune in for that episode of the Chappelle Show. I'm going to tune in. Does it make a good album? No, it doesn't because I want to create songs. I want to hear, you know, when you're coming off reflection, I mean, the first Black Star, you're thinking about Brown Skin Lady, you're thinking about Respirations, you're thinking about Children's Star. You're... You're seeing the songs that were put together. So again, with the example I gave, if you told me, Kill, there's a half an hour of most and Mad Lib and, and Talib and most driving around Brooklyn freestyling, I'm all in. I, I, let me hear it. And 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 to me, there's nothing. And to me, most didn't sound trash on this. To me, Talib sounded like Talib. Like I mean, Talib always to me is Talib. Either you fuck with him or you yep. don't. I honestly don't yeah, think Club has ever had a whack bar in his life because this shit is always there. He is consistently, that nigga is Chick-fil-A. That yep. nigga is consistently going to be your waffle fries, yep. your chicken yep. sandwich, and yep. your fucking lemonade. Consistent. Yep. So I, I can't listen to this and say, yo, Talib sounded whack. I can say Mo sounded uninspired, but I agree with what my man said. An uninspired Mo still sounds good to me. 
but it's not great. So to me, I'm let down because I expected five mics. It's 23 years. This is most deaf, one of the greatest MCs ever. It's Mad Lib, one of the dopest producers ever. It's to live one of the most consistent MCs ever. You put those three together, you should have five mics. They remind me of that team that, that year. The Clippers had that team that everybody thought was going to go win the chip. And they got put out in the second round. At the end of the day, they had a great season. They were the number one seed. Doc Rivers was their coach. But at the end of the day, to me, that's what this is. That's still a good season. You had a great season. You went to the second round of the playoffs. That's still a good season, but it's a letdown because you didn't win the chip. So to me, that's why this is a letdown for me because it wasn't the five-mic classic that I was expecting these three greats. We're talking about one of the dopest MCs ever, dopest producers ever, and one of the most consistent MCs. Even if you don't like to live, he is still one of the most consistent MCs ever. You put all three of them together, that should be five likes. And it wasn't. Eddie? Here's the thing, man. Like, I, I can't give I can't give him that pass. You know why? Because I would say But, but see, for that. me, Eddie, it's not a pass. That's the that's that's where we have to define the words. I don't give niggas passes. Y'all know me. I will tell anybody if something yeah. don't right, right. But I'm just saying I'm not. I just want before you say I can't give it that pass. I'm not giving it a pass. It's just how I feel. It's not a. I'm not giving it a pass. I'm just saying I'm this is how I feel about. So, 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 so let me qualify real quick. I want to qualify because you know I, I would say that Bodie James and Alchemist put me to sleep. Right. Okay. And I think most people would agree. And to me. Most and um, most and and Madlib trade on trade on bully M back and now M drink. So now I'm ready. I'm back and I'm ready. This nigga ain't even take fifteen minutes. This nigga went to Brooklyn, came right back and sat down. Man, to put the little little dude there. He in the bed. That's right. Most 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 and Madlib were giving me Alchemist and Bodie Jane vibes. Like they were boring me to death. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100. Yo, but Eddie, this is the great thing about it. What did we just talk about with Dan with Porsche? The song she hates is the one with Rihanna. That's my favorite song. We all just hear things differently. So if that if that puts you to sleep, that, Eddie, think of how many people we go back and forth with about Boldy James being dope as fuck. And we're like, right. he puts me to sleep. Like, so again, I'm not, I, I'm not like, yo, like that's fucked up that y'all gave it a one or you gave it an uh, incomplete no, or not, anything like, like that. I can't even consider it an album. Like I can't even really take it seriously as an album. You give me, you, it's like you put a plate on my, on my, you put like, go back to you to the food thing. You put a plate down that's clearly mac and cheese and you telling me it's, it's filet mignon. It's not, I'm looking, it's noodles and cheese in this joint. This is not filet. It's not even an album. So, so, the fact so that it's not an album. But, but here's this. Let me ask this. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why, why is it not an album? Why is it not an album? All right, sorry, Trey. What's up, no, Trey? No, no, Ev, Ev, I want you to finish, and then I'm going to come after Ev because I want to piggyback off at this point you're making right here. Go ahead. That, so, just go to that point. The thing is, you have not actually given me an album to actually even to truly give it an, enough of a critique. You you served me something, and like, like Porsche in the beginning, off of your and now I feel and I feel some kind of way about this because y'all know better, y'all MCs, y'all know better. You served me something off of a name that you did twenty something years ago, and you and you and you passing it off as if it's something else. And it, and you know it's you you would 
I'm gonna stop there because I because you know go down a deep a little, a little bit of a deep hole and I won't go on too much of a tangent. But you didn't give me you didn't give me an out. It's not so an so so then my question becomes, and this goes back to what you just said, Ev, and then going back to you, Kill, based on um, how you're critiquing this album. Is this just beats and rhymes, or is this an album? It's not an album. It's barely beats and rhymes. It, but, it's but disjointed, I, Trey. But it I is think, a but, disjointed project. I'll call what, it a what I, But what I think we all have to do is we all know Kill. I got a million analogies. We all have a different definition for the same word. So that's why I said, Ev, why is this not an album to you? Okay. Is it the amount of songs? It's because it's not mixed. Why is it not an album? It's not even it's not even about the the songs and the mix, though that does play a part. Because, you know, at one point in time there was 36 chambers and we all love that shit. And that shit wasn't mixed well either. But my thing is this. It's not an album number one because. Hold like, Can we just look? I, I just want that to hover in the air for a minute. Mm-hmm. Thirty six chambers was not mixed well at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. I just want that to hover in the air for a minute. That it was not mixed into the stage. Evil D has said multiple times they had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Shit was just all in the red. Just put bass, bass, blow, blow the speakers. That was how they were mixing. So. Into the stage in 36 Chambers were horribly mixed. But that's why they're not being tight. I just want to make sure because y'all know me. I don't do opinions, I'm doing facts. That is a fact that two of the most important hip hop albums ever were not mixed right. That's why I brought it up. The difference between the two is. 36 Chambers and Into the Stage were actually dope projects that they took their time to put together. Regardless if they had the funding or whatever the case may be to actually get it mixed or not, they took their time to put together something dope. All right, pause right there for a second. Pause right there for a second. Let me, let me, let me, let me finish this last little statement. I just, I just want to put, I just need a pen. I just need a pen. So you're saying the difference is they took their time. That's what you just, I'm about to I know, okay. I know your question was coming. They took their time to put together a dope project. Most and Talib had all the time in the fucking world to put together at least a good project, and they did not. They did not execute a good project. They did not execute an actual, a satisfactory project at that. I'm not saying it's whack, but actually, you know what? I'm borderline saying it's whack. I'm borderline saying that. And the only thing, the only thing that's saving that is, I, like I said, I'm the type of MC. I'm the type of listener. Then I believe there's certain there's certain categories in hip hop. I don't need the I don't need the street stuff right now. I don't need the drug stuff right now. I need something. I don't need the braggadocio right now. I need something other. And when I heard them, and like I said, everything goes back to that most track I told you I heard off the Dave Chappelle joint, and the beat is different, and Moses ride on that track is different, and it's dope, and that's what set it off. And it's and you get as far as content wise, content wise, you're giving me something more. You're giving me something other. On this project, you just gave me whatever. It's, it's like, yo, you you had these things. I don't know how much time you took into writing it. I don't know. I don't know how y'all put together putting it together. I don't know how many times you listened to it. I don't know if you let you let your mom hear. You going off your mom critique. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, yo, you did not you did not put together anything actually good, and you took twenty something years to do it. And you telling me you're telling me in your marketing that you took twenty something years to do this, and it sounds like you took. You did it like you did it yesterday, in the car on the way home. That's what it right. sounds like. 
Now, Ev, I just want to say, because you know the marriage coach me, I write stuff down. They took their time to make their albums dope. For me, I don't define if something is technically an album if it's dope. I've seen horrible movies. I can't sit there and say, what's the movie about the chick who was fucking the creature from the Black Lagoon who won an Oscar? She was fucking the creature from the Black Lagoon. Talking about no, 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 no. Um, the cat from Philly, the, the director. Dude, I, I don't know. All I know is she was. I, I don't know. But I think it's not. No, I don't think Sandra Bullock is in it. Here's the great thing I love about Twitter. If you know any, if you know anything about me, I will put in Twitter exactly Oscar. Well, hey, Kev, why you, and why you doing that? I'm just telling you why it's not an album. One because. The tracks, the track completion doesn't make any sense. Ah, the, the shape of water. Top. This is people make fun of me for this, but I literally, if you ask Google what you think, instead of trying to make it sound good, I just put in Google uh, Oscar movie fucking the creature from Black Lagoon, and it came up the shape of water. Um, I hate. I thought it was horrible, but I can't sit here and say that's not a movie just because no, it was. I'll, I'll tell you why. It's not. It's not just because it's not good. It's because yo, the lyrics don't add up. To, to to what the actual song content is about. Okay, how about this? Let me let me go back and let, let me let me parallel with you. The lyrics don't go back and forth. For me in that movie, I thought the script was horrible. None of these lines lined up to the. But this is the thing. If you if we if we critique every single part, and in that part there's a justification for it, that means anything can be justified, and anything in your in your perspective can be good. No, no, but Ab, here's the thing. If you drop an album, and you call it an album. Whether I like it or not, it's still an album. If my wife cooks mac, bro, my wife, if T cooks, if T cooks mac, if T, if T cooks, right, if T cooks mac and cheese, even if it's fucking horrible, it's still mac and cheese. I can't sit here and say, "What is this bullshit on my plate?" This ain't mac and cheese. It's it may, I may not like it, but it's still mac and cheese. So like, that's what I'm saying. I can't, I can't sit here and say it's not an album. How many songs? How many songs? It's nine songs. Know, like nine, nine, nine songs. Nine songs. Again, just for everybody, just so we can, just so we can, just so we can resonate. Illmatic had nine songs. So before somebody wants to jump out the window and say nine songs don't make an album, and I'm, saying, nine, I'm, I'm not saying all that. Like I'm, I'm, real, I'm literally talking about the content and the quality of the work. Right, I feel you, but to me, that, that doesn't, but Adam, if I'm a painter, and I do a painting, you can't say it's not a painting because you don't like it. I can say it's not an album because, I, because the reason why that's your I, have, I have a criteria, look, I have a criteria of what an album is, and what an for album For you! I, I can only speak from my perspective. It's I'm what it is for you! you. I, I, of course, I'm only speaking from my perspective. I'm not saying it's not an album to the rest of the world. That's where that's right. Ridiculous. To me, it's not an album. It's the reason why I can't give you any kind of any kind of like any kind of mic status. It's the reason why I'm saying incomplete because it's not an album. To my to my standards of an album, this is far from it. You gave me it's so, barely a mixtape. It's so barely. Yeah. To, to your standards, what does an album have? Because I wrote down what you said. I can repeat it back. They, the difference between this and 30, because first it was, it's mixed, quality. hold tight, first you said, first everybody said it's mixed horribly, 
That's why it's not good. Kill if you if you if you if, wait, if you go back and listen to this tape, the first thing I said is it's not about the mix because Thirty Six Chambers was not a great mix album. Okay, so, so cool. So I'm it has talking. nothing to do with the mix. I'm not so why is it not? No, no. I'm not saying that it's not an album because of the mix. I'm saying you can add that to the list of things for sure. But we shouldn't but because Thirty Six is an album, so we can't add it. We can't. No, 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 no. 36 Chambers, I'm still saying, was a good project. So you're going right past the quality. No, what I'm saying, Ab, is you're going to jump over the quality. You're defining an album by if it's good or not. Because you just said, you're saying 36 is fine because it's good. I'm uh, defining the album off of the work critique, the quality of what you put into it. And why can't it be an album that you don't like? I'm not don't like There's plenty of albums that I don't like. No, no, no. I'm saying, why can't this? Why can't this be an album? that you don't like because it's, it's not an album that i don't like because number one i don't think it's i don't feel like it's a completed project i feel like it's an incomplete project at the end of the day so now I what makes say, it incomplete why is it an incomplete? Well, i just went through that part but we can go back you said, no you said because it they didn't take the time to make the album they didn't take the time to make a quality project it's like they didn't take it to the first thing i heard when i finished was Yo, y'all barely took time to actually put any real work into putting something quality out. So because you didn't put anything quality out, I can't even give you. I can't. You can't give me a paper and tell me so. It's a. It, it's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, what's that shit you gotta write? Have you, have you ever been to an art museum and seen a painting that All is just time. simplistic as shit? Does that mean it's not a painting? So do you be like, oh, that's not a painting because it's the shit is simplistic. It's just a black dot on a white piece of paper. Simplistic doesn't mean it's not. No, 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 no. I'm just asking a question. If you're at an art museum and you see a painting that's all white, which is one black dot in the middle, would you be like, that's not a painting because they didn't take their time with it? All it is is a black dot? Would you, ASR 10, like where is Born to Jesus? Would you really be like, that's not a painting? You would say, I, I'm not even going to critique that because that ain't even painting to me. This, this is the thing, though. This is the no. Thing. Just add, before you. No, 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 no. no. Hey, answer, no I'm, I'm give just you, I'm answer the you, question. Okay, so I answer the question. If I go to an art gallery, right, and I see a painting, and I'm saying it has one brush stroke. I'm not going to say it's not a painting. If I can look at that and I can say, yo, I can understand where they were coming from with that. I can actually, even if I don't like it, I can actually say, yo, I can understand the actual, the actual, uh, what the technique that they were trying to use in order to get this out. Because don't, don't get, forget, don't forget. What you call it? Did, did the headphone masterpiece, which was an album. It was horribly mixed, but it was an album. Kobe Chestnut, headphone masterpiece. He did it recording through a actual headphone speaker. And mm. it's still an album. It's still a better project. I got it. I, I think I know what he's saying there. I think I know what he's saying there. Or what's up? Can I just want to add something? I think where this whole like dialogue and and debate is coming from is that when artists don't sound inspired by their own work, and when they don't sound, when they cannot give me when the energy that they're trying to put in does not come through to the listener it's very very difficult for the listener to connect on any level to that's why it sounds like it wasn't finished because when an artist it's almost like are you guys taking yourself seriously here you know like you you gotta kind of pass it back to the three like to them and be like are you like when you hear this, do you sound inspired or do you sound like there's a connection? Because for me personally, like, and I've said this all throughout any album that I've ever talked about as, you know, my favorites or whatever, is that 
there's a connection, either lyrically or through the instrumental or through all of it or the collaboration, the chemistry between producer and artist. This, and I've said this since the beginning of the show, this sounds disjointed at every stage. And it's very difficult for someone like Ev, who's an MC, who has the ear, who's looking for that, to, to see it as a completed album when it's so disjointed. Like, all the ingredients are there, it's like you've got like a, a array of ingredients, a whole spice cabinet full of spices, but it's not, you know, everything is just, you, you taste everything independently of each other and it's not actually blending together, right? So that's where this album fails in, in coming through to the listener. For of course, you, I, what I you can't- said, What you just said right there, that's where this album fails for coming through to the listener. That's where this album for, for fails. Hold on, hold on. I consider this an album. To the I, I consider so, this an album because you're right. Wait, wait, this, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. This was this was hard. This is me and Ev arguing like we was on the phone. This is bad radio. This is bad podcasting. Because <laughs> the reason I say that is because it literally is just a difference of opinion. I'm just saying that it's still an album, even though it's disjointed. Guess what? I've coached married people who are in horrible places. But I'm not gonna sit back and say, damn, you cheating on him and he cheating on you and you, that's your kid and that ain't your kid and that. This ain't no marriage. It's still a fucking marriage. It's a fucked up marriage, but it's still a marriage. If somebody's a bum, if somebody's a bad basketball player, I'm not gonna say, man, this nigga ain't no basketball player. But chill, He's a basketball day, player. He's just not a good basketball player. At right. the end of the day, that's still your perspective. And you gotta remember too, right. I work in the theater world. I'm in the theater world all the time, dance theater world. I see, right. I see abstract shit all the time. I see incomplete. I see stuff that 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 some people may look at as being incomplete all the time. I can understand the connections right. to some of these things. I don't see that in this most definitely project. Right, I feel you. My only thing was, why is it not an album? You could you could you could have said it's disjointed, it's wank, it's shit, it's the worst thing I ever heard. Blah blah blah. But how is it then not an album? I can say James Harden isn't a great back, but he's a basketball it player. It I can say that. This, that have you ever heard anything or seen anything that didn't sound or look finished? Yes. What? But it's still a house. The house ain't finished, but it's still a house. If Trey gets his house so, built so, from the ground, so what up, is a complete? So what is a complete? So that then mean, that means it's still it's finished. It's not it's not to the standards that you were thinking, but it's still done. Yeah, here's the thing, bro. I got a billion. I have a billion CDs in front of me right now. Every one of these CDs don't sound completed. Every one doesn't sound a hundred percent. There are some Prince albums that kind of sound incomplete. Like I'm like, damn, that's all you left me with. But for me, at the end of the day, it's still an album, and I don't want to debate it anymore well, because an it's just a differential well, opinion. It's complete. I'm saying something that doesn't send. What's what's incomplete? Give me something. No, I mean album. Ain't gotta be music. Give me something that's incomplete to you. I'll give you something. So if you go to a restaurant, right, you got a, a five-star Michelin star chef or, or whatever, or three-star Michelin chef, whatever it is, and they just put some raw ingredients on a plate, hand it over and say, here's your meal. You feel like this ain't no damn meal. That's how I felt with this Black Star album. I felt like they put some raw ingredients on a plate and it's like, here's your meal, eat it. I'm like what the hell is this this ain't a meal now the only thing that i would Trace, say about that is right I'm, a, I'm gonna get to you trey the only thing that no, i can I'm say about, the only crazy. thing that i can say about that eddie is that the only reason why i don't think that's a good analogy is because the raw the raw meat is the fat like if you're giving me raw chicken that's not cooked is a fat 
like I just said before this whole discussion before this whole discussion happened, I said put in Black Star on Twitter, and you're going to see hundreds and thousands of people praising this album. So that's the difference. Y'all hate it. There are people who are out here giving it five mics. So it's not like with, with your analogy of the chicken. I agree with you on that. It's raw. I can't eat it. No matter who picks up this plate, it's raw. What I'm saying with this is, it's the difference between me saying, I've gone to people with, well, M, Trey knows, Pagano's. I've sent people to Pagano's and they're like, Kill, I really don't like the meat. I really don't like it. You know, it's not cut thin enough for me. That That's their opinion of it. I think Pagano's, and it has fallen off over the years, but I'm just saying that the food is done. The album is done. I'm giving you a cheesesteak. Now, if you don't like it, then that, 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 that can be cool. But just because the meat doesn't feel, you know, cooked all the way or this doesn't do that, for me, it's just still a cheesesteak. It can be a whack cheesesteak. It can be an incomplete cheesesteak. It can be a one mic cheesesteak, but it's still a cheesesteak. So that that's the only difference of opinion. Trey, what's going on? Yeah, just after listening to this, I think it goes Trey's like, I don't even want to hear this shit now, y'all. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna listen. Matter of fact, I want to listen to it now. I want to listen to it now more so than before I got. Well, I sent it to you. It's in your DM on Twitter. I yeah, sent it to I'm gonna li listen to this when I'm we get off. I'm gonna listen to it now, but um, I think I think I think it goes back to your point that you said still going back to expectation, right? So when we start talking about albums, what's the expectation of an album? Generally, at least let's let's use Ed for an example. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ev, your expectation for an album, at least one of the points, aside from the mixing, because we're talking about the technicality of how it sounds sonically, let's, go, let's put that, I think with your expectation of an album, it comes down to direction. You got to give me some direction. And with this particular album, for you, there was no direction. So therefore, I can't call this based on my analysis of what an album is. I can't call this an album. So that's why I asked: Was it a collection of beats and rhymes, or was it a collection of songs? Because that's another criteria of an album: is is, is an album consistent of songs, or is it just putting on some beats and letting people go for it and cutting it off at three minutes and thirty seconds, and no 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 cohesion in, in the song itself? Is just spitting bars and that's it now all the other layers of it how does it sound is it whack to me is he flowing on the shit? that's that's irrelevant i'm again this is not my i'm just listening to the conversation but i think it all starts with with regards to an album if you're going to call it an album i think one of the first layers that ev is talking about is direction and they didn't give him any kind of direction they just gave you beats and bars and intertwining the beats and bars there you're not guiding me anywhere you're not giving me any type of trey let me ask you a question you remember we were on the show once mm -hmm. and you said you were in the studio with someone and you heard the first black thought ep streams of thought the first yep. one yep. and all thought was just doing was just rhyme no 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 direction just spitting i'm not taking me nowhere i'm gonna tell you the difference i'm gonna tell you the difference the difference is what was the name of this this, this black star album what did they call it i think it's called no, no fear time. Of time no, no fear, fear of time. time no fear of time okay so that's a direction to me even with the title when you start talking about streams of thought nigga, i know what this is off the title when you say what is the name of this shit? No time what? 
No time. No God damn. No That's how bad. No fear of time. time. No, no fear, fear of time. time. So so now I'm already off the based off the title alone. You, you that's the direction that I that's my expectation and direction that I'm that I, for me off the title of the album that's that's your starting point of the direction that I'm I'm going to take going into listening to this album the streams of thought it may have just been bars and but it's streams of thought there's a dub there's a double but I mean album. even here's the thing and y'all all know it's my knock on thought he don't rap about shit he just barred you to death. That's what I'm. So even if we, even but but to me, it's not about the title. If the thoughts title was called this name of this guy, how in hell do I not remember this title? And y'all and said it five times. No fear of time. If that, if, that, if that was if that was if that was that's a problem. That's a problem. But my hold on, that's my point. But that's my point, Kill. At least with streams of thought. Again, as an MC, I know it's a double entendre. These are streams. First, we're talking about. Streams. But here's, but Trey, this has always been thought. It's always been thought. Kill, kill. But let me get it out. Right. That that. But that is exactly. I know what I'm expect. I know the direction. At least I had the direction with the. I mean, I like it. I made da da da. But at least I got the direct. Oh, nigga, you call this shit streams of thought? That's very witty because I know there's a, there's a double meaning to it. But I know what I'm gonna get. I know exactly. What I'm gonna get. Oh, guess what? When it was phrenology, when it was all them other fucking roots albums, thought's gonna give you thought. There ain't no goddamn direction. Okay, no, no, no. But but see, you talking about thought in the roots? That's a band implemented into it, right? So now I'm just talking about thought spitting. When I did my Black Thought Challenge, I had niggas telling me Star was about eight different fucking songs. That's not good. If somebody really writes really a song and eight people tell you it's about eight goddamn different topics, something's wrong. That's a fact. If well, I sit here and when when Guru when when Com did stolen moments, everybody, what's that about? Somebody broke in Common's crib. He's trying to figure out who did it. It's that cut and dry simple. When five different people who are thought fans tell me that one song is about five totally different fucking things that's a problem it may be but don't nobody say shit about thought no 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 no, no, but that and i agree with you all i'm saying is at least i have direction and i all i'm saying is well i don't have direction because i don't know what the fuck you're talking about neither does your fans because they're telling me it's about five different things well, so if the GPS, if I say I need to get to Trey's house and the GPS tells me five different fucking ways to go and I still ain't at Trey's house, I don't have no direction. Again, I think I don't it's, get no direction. This shit told me five different ways. What other saying? MC, Trey, which song can you tell me that an M, that uh, somebody going to tell you five different, it means five different things? Gang stars just to get a rep. Do you think I'm gonna be like, well, trade as about uh if the skull snap, that's about if the education system with the politics was divided. No, it's about niggas getting robbed. It's about stick up kids. Okay, w- w- what I'm saying is whatever whatever your perception of the direction may be, it's still a direction. And what Ev is saying is he got nothing. He couldn't even tell you what one of them things. You saying for one album, there may be five different interpretations. He's t- from what he's telling me is I got nothing. I can tell you nothing. Well, shit, I got nothing from Star too, but it's still an album. 
I don't know what the fuck Thought is yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this. At the end of the day, because we've done this many times, we go down, we've done tangents with Fighters Bench, it comes down to a difference of opinion around what something is and what something is not. It's also a difference of, of opinion around what our criteria is. Right, so, right. And I mean, that's what I said. We all have different definitions for the same word. At that point, you know, we can talk to we blow in the face, but we're never right. going to truly see where each other's person's each one is coming from all the way because we have a different idea. Now, this is my thing with this album. I love most step inside live. I waited for this album because that's like I said, I keep saying that track to that that I heard on YouTube. Right. I love this just so much. I waited for this joint and I was excited for it. And I'm not a big Tyler fan, I'll tell you off the gate. But what I got for me sounded so incomplete. It sounded so incomplete. I cannot even give it a true review because it doesn't sound finished. It sounds like it was rushed and it doesn't make sense for it to be rushed because it's 27 years. If they keep saying no, I agree. I, I agree with you. I agree. That, that's how you so feel. At the, the, so at the end of the day, as much love as I have for these MCs and this content and wanting this type of content right now, yeah, some of this I'm saying is hurt. Some of this is like, I'm disappointed. I'm a little hurt because I actually had expectations around this shit without question. And, but and here's the thing. It's almost like that time. Let me get out. I'm almost done. So I, I just say, of course, some of that emotion is wrapped up into what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, what I listen to, I can't even, I don't even know. I can't even, I can't, the, as many times I'm saying I can't, that's how, that's how confused I was on what I got. I sat in the airport last night, listen, no, right before last, listen to this joint. And I'm like, yo, I don't understand what this is right now. I don't understand what it is that I'm listening to. <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. They had to lead you to the water, bro. See, that exactly. was, you, you, you want to know, you want to know so gotta, funny? You got to lead them, like. I, I didn't, guess what? When, and it's so funny because Ralph brought it up. When I first heard the Pimple Butterfly, I didn't know what the fuck I was listening to. I was confused as shit. I didn't know anything. But again, just for me, it was still an album. But that's so, that's an opinion. That's a different right, opinion. Right, right, right. And that's why that's why I apologize to the fans watching because we got caught up in a phone conversation. No, 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 this is dope. No, 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 no. This is dope. They had to see this. They got because I'm sure there's a lot of other. But but, but at the end of the day, it just comes down to like I always say, we have different definitions right. for the same word. Trey's right. definition of commitment may be different than mine. You know, my marriage may look different than his, may look different than Eddie's. That looks different than Ab's. We all have a different definition. So I was just apologizing because we were just going back and forth like me and Ab have so been the, doing since the, 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 the writer's bench, the writer's bench reunion was way more satisfying than the Black Star reunion. <laughs> well, shit, you know, nigga. If you want to get Bezo on here, we gonna be on here till four in the morning. If, if you really you want to get Bezo back, bro, like come on, you know. So we would have been arguing that one time. Me and Bezo argued for two hours and gave Nasir the same mic rate. It was like, nigga, how we argue for three hours? We both give it three point five. That was one of my still one of my favorite episodes. How ever. is that humanly possible that we just argued about this album for three hours and we give it the exact same rating? Makes no sense. But Bezo can do that. I've seen Bezo argue with another diehard Knicks fan. I one day I had all Knicks fans on here and I thought it was gonna be a love fest and Bezo disagreed with every fucking body. But that's <laughs> love you, Bezo, but you disagree with every fucking body. It just happens. Um all right, I'd be labor this if if there's time left. If people got to go, I get it. Just real I quick, got to do. I got to finish. Be on us, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah. Trey, good to go. We still have three more songs that or albums that grew on. 
if, if you guys still have your list ports do you have another joint that grew on you and why you might as well just give us the last your last three or however many you have i i have a song um okay. daytona 500 by ghostface that grew on okay. me um initially out the gate i didn't love that track but at some point i don't because i love the iron man mm. album um mm. but at some point i was like wait a minute and i know what it was it was initially it was the um like that chorus part that singing part that i didn't like it didn't mesh well from what i thought um but then over time like i just absolutely I, that's one of my favorite songs now ever like ever right um in in his entire discography so um that one and then well, uh, real quick, uh, let me say something about Daytona. It's funny because that's I didn't realize it's one of mine, but it is. And for me, it was because it was the producer snob in me. Because it's like y'all just rhyming over Nautilus, like really, Rizzo. This yeah. where we at? Where you just rhyming over? Dun, 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 dun. Like dog. Like where's the creativity? But you're right. After time, it's like that's when I get my producer snob bag. Where it's like, how dare you use? There's a song I think on Ghostface's Fish Scale album, I think it's called The Champ, where he's rhyming over synthetic substitution. And it was just like, we we use a synthetic substitute, like, what, like, but again, it's the producer snob to me. So I, I totally agree with Daytona 500, because when I heard that, I was like, come on, bro, we got to do better than this. I actually have one more left, and it's Outkast's Stankonia album. Um, mm. You guys know I'm, I'm a huge fan of Outkast. Um, love, love, love them, and love most of their projects. But Sanconia, at first, I didn't love it. I liked a couple joints off the album, but over time, again, definitely learned to appreciate it. Um, again, it's one of those things. Outkast is always it, they're conceptual, um, and they they push the envelope. They do something different. They bring something different, and yeah. So Stankonia, love it now. All right. No doubt. Eb, you got any um other joints that had to grow on you? Not on top of it. Are you saying Ed or Eb? My bad. Eb. Eb. Not on top of my head right now, honestly. All right. You being a I know you you produce too. Have you ever found yourself in your producer snob bag like that? Like how you just use something that's been used a million times before? Cause I, I think that stops me from liking a lot of music, or it has in the past. Cause it's just like like for you, I'll give you a great one. Life's a bitch. I hated Life's a Bitch. Love Daisy's part, but it was just like, yo, how y'all gonna use Gap Band's yearning for my love? Like, everything else on here is some exotic, you know, shit nobody's ever heard before. And then you just use it and yearn it for my love. Now, of course, I love Life's a Bitch now, but when I first heard it, I literally would, I hadn't heard Nas's verse for years. Because after AZ went, I would just skip it. Because I was like, that shit whack. I don't even want to hear it. And of course, now I love it. So I just never, I didn't know if you were ever in like that producer snob bag. Like, how you just gonna yearn it for my love? For me, it's it's the it's the the reuse of the hip hop tracks that cats are doing nowadays. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a little irritated by that because it's, it's like you, it's already it's already a, a track that's been taken from another thing and, and reinvented into something, and you're just basically taking that and just rhyming on top of it. It's like it's no creativity to me. So 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 to me, when it comes to production like that, it's like that's not really. I can you know that's borderline. Is it production or is it just like you take an instrumental and rhyming on top of it? Yeah, I feel you. Luck the Bull Lucky Day got a song using the music. Um, God, what's that joint? Half Crazy. And I'm like, God damn, isn't that? I, I mean, I guess maybe that joint is 15, 20 years old. I guess it's 20 years old. And I guess that's usually like the sample space. Like we were sampling from the 70s and the 90s. So, but it was just like when 
my assistant was playing and I'm like, oh, that's, I was like, but this ain't music. And she's like, no, it's Lucky Dan. I'm like, God damn, y'all done jacked music for half crazy already. We ain't even got nowhere yet. Eddie, do you, uh, what are some of your joints that you have loved? Um, I got a couple that's gonna probably surprise some people. Um, actually, like, I wasn't that tough on DMX at first, man. Like, I thought, like, I didn't get it. Like, it's like, all right, he's yelling, he's growling. Like, I wasn't feeling the Swiss production. Like, you know, get at me, dog. Obviously, wasn't Swiss, right? But even then, I was like, this is cool. But then that dark and hell is hot. Um, eventually, it just something clicked. And uh, now I love that album. And, you know, obviously, DMX is kind of like first five album were incredible uh so but yeah first i you know i i think it's like something when, when someone brings something that different it, sometimes it's like it's confusing it's like it doesn't click eddie fun fact for you everybody watching at home i've never heard a dmx album mm. damn I've never what, listened what to a mean, DMX. What do, you, what do you what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. I've never listened to a DMX album. I've never had any urge. At the bottom. I've never heard. I've never it put in a DMX my album, and then it can bump <laughs> this one out the way. Can you please listen to DMX? <laughs> I have never, because I was just like Eddie. I was like, number one, get at me, dog. I'm like, wait a second, that's EPMD. Get off the Bozak. Where where do we do this at? Where where do we do? Y'all just jacked EPMDs get off the Bozak. And I apologize. Is that nigga barking on an album? I'm a pass on that. I ain't like I'm that. Gonna pass. I'm a I pass. Like and there's been nothing. And yeah, I've never heard. I've never had an urge. Like I was just saying about the girl. I've never had an urge to listen to a DMX album. That's ever. wild to me. I think, yeah, man. I think Dame Grease like, put some work on that album, man. Uh, and yeah, man, it's dope. Damn, I made Porsche you know, turn the goddamn light off. Porsche done left the show. Like, I'm, I'm appalled. How am I a co-host on this bullshit? Like, this nigga just left. Like, this nigga just said, fuck you. Okay, fuck your couch. This, this nigga said, fuck your couch. You ain't ever heard DMX before? I'm out. Fuck this. Is my letter of resignation. So then I got two more. I got two more. Um, Tyler, the creator. Um, I'll, I'll keep this one brief. Like, Ooh. I didn't, I didn't really rock with Tyler, the creator. Um, nice that much, but like his last couple projects, especially yeah. this last one, called Before, Before You Get Lost. Get lost. Yeah, yeah. Fire. Fire. for sure. And then the last one was Ransom. So the first thing I heard from Ransom was, I think the director's cut. I I don't know if it was director's cut three and mm-hmm. people were getting like hype over it right and i listened and i was like i don't get it like he's he's a nasty like he got a nasty oh, pen right nice. nasty pen but i just i was like uh, and maybe it was the production so what i did was everyone was telling me like nah 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 so what i did was i went back i had this one one night I was just like playing video games and I threw on, I was like, all right, let me go back in, in this catalog. And I went back and I just listened to all his old stuff, like with drums and all that stuff. And I started to get him as an MC. So then I kind of heard his evolution. So then once I got to that Nicholas Craven stuff, it's like, okay, this makes sense. 
Mm. You know, so it started clicking with me. Uh, he, yeah, he, reinvented, he reinvented himself because I remember Ransom from the A team, which is right. a long him, time ago. He was him Joe dude. Button and all that. Yeah, Joe yeah. Button and Fab and all them. Yeah. He was nasty then, but he was more of a punchline guy. Right. Like him and Hitchcock, they, they punchline. Um, so he kind of was off the grid for a while and then he came back out and it's, it's nice to see him like reinvent himself and reinvent his career, rejuvenate his career. I'm sorry. I got to listen to the whole new album. I was listening to it when I caught, was catching my flight from Cali and he had a line. I was like, damn, he said, I know niggas who praise Hova, but bang Ether. And I was like, Whoa. yeah, yeah that's like, damn, like, yo. Like you praise this nigga, but then you bang ether. Trey, what about you, man? Are there but, any but then, songs the, the, like the Antadras on that line? You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. The I Antadras mean, is, he he said something on Director's Cut Three, like um, run in your booth. We say run up on you in the booth, treat your medulla like it's Lincoln. Run up in the booth, like it. Nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's nasty. And uh, he's full of those. He's he, full he's, of those. He's, he's nasty. He's, he's a very crazy. cerebral. He's a cerebral MC. Like that's my type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ab, I would send them to you, but he doesn't have drums, and you ban me from sending you anybody. I, I I do sound compositions for theater, man. I don't really do a lot of hip hop production, so I'm used to not using a lot of drums. When I put my hip hop on, I want some drums, man. So yeah, I, I understand. Me too, bro. But yeah. he's he's nice, but I I, I feel you. I feel you. Now he got Trey, do you joints. have any? He's got any with drums. Yeah, on the new joint. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just that that Nicholas Craven series, and because Nicholas Craven just is allergic to drums, so you know, yeah. with that stuff. Yeah. Trey, do you have any songs or albums that grew on you? And, and got, why do you think? I got I got two artists actually, and one album. So first artist, man, I I, I man, I don't know why. God rest his soul, but I just could not connect with this brother, right? And. And it wasn't until after he passed that, you know, I really started paying attention. And this brother was really saying some shit. It may not have been always in the pocket. It may have been, you know. I think I know where you're going, bro. Yeah, it may have been just like this, but he was saying some shit. And so now, shit, I go back and listen to the shit constantly. Like, damn, you saying some shit. And that's Google Keith the E. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I used to always. I hated the monotone style. I hated like back then, man. We talking early '90s, man. I, I just, you know, early. Like I just wasn't feeling that. You know, I'm feeling the energy. I wanted energy. Like I wanted. So he just wasn't my cup of tea. But then after he passed, man, it's like okay, I started digging. And you know, I always loved Mass Appeal. That's my shit. I always that loved hard to album, though. Yeah, hard yeah. To right. Like I started going old. back to that, and yeah. so I'm like. Yo, I mean, the beats was always tough. Don't, don't come on, Primo. But I just couldn't get with him. Right. But then I started listening to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And every, I swear, every song he's saying some shit. Except yeah. for, you know, old Dwick. Lemonade right. was a popular drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. beside that. But that was just a fun song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But other than that, this nigga's always saying some shit. So shout out and, and rest in peace to Google Keep. Trey, let me say something to that real quick. With Google, I agree with you 100%. For me, people would like, okay, you just giving them props now because he's dead. And that wasn't what it is. Again, if y'all know me, I do not do that. I do not do the dead rappers get better promotion. What it was for me is being a producer and Premier was like, 
my fucking idol. Whenever I heard Gangstar, I heard the beats first, second, third, fourth, yep. fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. And it was like Guru was an afterthought. After he passed, I heard Gangstar. It's almost like my ear switched. Yep. It went to Guru being at the front and yep. the beat being the afterthought. Yep. And it, like Trey said, as soon as you said, but he really be saying some shit, I knew exactly who you was talking about. Because I'm like, yep. yo, when I did my Black Thought Challenge, I said, you know what? I'm going to do a Guru challenge. And I said, I'm going to list all these songs of gurus talking about specific things. And I'm not going to include none of his girl songs, just like I did with Thought. Soliloquy of Chaos, talking Ooh. about going to the joint and burners coming out. I mean, just to get Ooh. a rap. JFK to Ooh. LAX. Like, Ooh. Guru was always saying some shit. Like, and I, with no problem, gave you 15 Guru songs that's not talking about a girl that I can tell you specifically these this is what he's talking about and this is it so uh, and again i i couldn't hear it i I'm, I'm never that dude to just be like oh old dirty died oh he was the greatest ever no i yeah. you know what i mean old dirty was dope when he was alive i still think he's a dope mc that he passed but with guru yeah. for some reason i could just hear him now instead of hearing yeah. the beats so i yeah. totally agree with you um second artist is i mean and that's because probably he the lack of him being uh, a feature, so to speak, and that's Fife did all. You know what I'm saying? God rest his soul. Because on the first album, you know, he said a couple of things, but it was just like, you know, mostly, mostly tip. But then when they put him in the forefront for Low and Theory, I said, why y'all tuck this boy on the back, man? This to me, he's the better MC. You know what I'm saying? You may like Tip's voice, you may like Tip's flow, but this is the better MC. So, you know, I think that just came from lack of exposure. So Fife is somebody that grew on me. And then the third thing, and this goes back to, you know, the, the event that we had yesterday, Ralph. Kanye West, right? He got, he, yo, Kanye is a fucking madman. This nigga's a genius. But I didn't give graduation <laughs> the just do that it deserves. Yeah. Graduation. That's fire. Aside from uh, 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 my favorite drum, Drunk and Hot Girls. <laughs> but aside from my, my favorite drum by him is Dark Twisted Fantasy. Graduation? That shit is fucking fire. Except for Drunk and Hot Girls. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, and don't forget about Drunk and Hot Girls. But, 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 but I, I never liked Strong. Until I heard I that shit yesterday, I, and I was like, no, this shit is fucking, because that was the beginning of him experimenting with different shit. And Kanye's never been afraid to step out there and try different shit every time. That graduation album is fucking fire. That might be my second favorite album now. And that, and, and, and he had a good five album run, like flawless shit. But that graduation shit might be second next to Dark Twisted Fantasy for me right now. And it wasn't like that before. All right, no doubt. Rel, what you got left? I got um, an album and two artists. For the album, I got Volume One, Jay Z, um, In My Lifetime, Volume One. That's a which one is that? That's the second. Uh, the second, right after Reasonable Doubt. Right. I remember first hearing it and being like, mm, mm-mm, nope, this ain't. Mm-mm. But that album is has some very high, the highs on that album are some of Jay Z's highest of his career. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like 
he got some stuff on there that's like some of his best work to me. Where I'm from? I mean, where I'm from? I mean, come on, man. Where I'm from? A million and one questions. Man, you must love me. Round them all. You must imaginary players. Imaginary players. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those songs is like, you know what I mean? It's just I think the lows is what people focus on with that album. They focus on I know what girls like, which is a horrible song. City is mine, another horrible song. Sunshine, Sunshine. Foxy Brown. Those three songs right there are what people think about when they think about that album. If you really listen to that album, he got some uh, some heat on that album. Mm -hmm. Some of my favorite Jay-Z songs are on that album. So after the it didn't take long, but after the first couple listens, then I started to you know, like I ran where I'm from back 15 times. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, that shit is so gutter. And you know what I'm saying? And then, Million, yeah, watching. I mean, he, that, he got that, that album, he got heat on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got an artist and it didn't take long for this artist to grow on me either. But I just remember the first time I heard him, I was like, what is this? And this is an artist that I really like now. And he's, I've been a fan for a while, and that's Devin the Dude. When Ooh, I first heard Devin the Dude, God. I was like, what? That's what but it didn't take long, trust me. You so, you know, yeah, right, right. Like, like his, you can't even to describe it, it's just dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not overly lyrical. He's like the everyman hip hop artist. Like, his subject matter is stuff that. The everyday person can relate to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's just dope. Like, he's every MC that you like, fuck with Devin and you know what I'm saying? And uh, when I first heard him, I didn't really, I didn't really mess with him like that. Um, And Eddie, who who, who was the people you said? Cause I, one of them was the same as me. I can't remember, hold on. Who was your last two? Oh, my last two, uh, Tyler, the creator. Tyler, yeah. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler's the other one. Like I, I wasn't really into him like that. That last album, that boy, nice. That boy, nice. His his pen. He was producing all that. Like that album is crazy. Like so, he got a new fan in me. I know all the kids like him. You know what I'm saying? Me working around all the kids like him. My daughter like him. And I was like, yo, yeah, y'all, y'all put me on. Y'all put me on to something. He wanted them ones, man. He wanted them ones. Because Kill will tell you, like, working with kids, like, sometimes they put you on to some good stuff. A lot of times it'd be some stuff I'd be like, I don't want to hear that. But I remember, like, kids put me on to that. And my little sister put me on to, at the time, put me on to Wiz Khalifa because. Cushion OJ is a great mixtape, by the way, and I didn't hear it. I didn't. I would have never listened to it if it wasn't for my little sister. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes the, the kids can push you on to something, and that's how I found out about Tyler. Now he got a new fan. You know what I'm saying? Tyler and me, because he he's he's official. So you want it's yeah. like for me it's Kendrick, and then it's Tyler right here. He, you wanted the ones for me. He's he's serious, man. Talented, bro. All right, for me, um, I got a song, Shoop by Whitney Houston. I hated that fucking song. 
I love it now. I, I got no, I got, and I got no reason for it. I can't sit here and tell you I wasn't in the mood to shoot when I was in college, and now I want to shoot. I, I have no explanation. I fucking love that song now. Um, I'm and the rest of artists. West Side Gun. When I first heard West Side Gun was on Royce's Governor's Ball. That was the first time I heard him in Conway, and I actually thought he was a girl at first. And I was like, "Yo, this chick is fucking horrible. What? Who the fuck is this girl?" And <laughs> Then he was like, nah, nigga, that's a dude. And 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 in between, I I, I think Supreme Blind Tell is easily his his dopest album. It's five mics to me. I love it. He's up and down from there, but West. And then um Freeway and Sadat. And I think it's a lot, it's like that for me a lot of times when an artist comes with a different style that I'm not used to. The first time I heard Sadat was on concerto in X minor, and I was just like, yo, why is he rhyming like that? I really didn't love the beat. You know what I mean? Now, of course, now when I get to slow down and I, you know, all for one and all that stuff, I'm like, yo, dude is now one of my, you know, favorite MCs. But it was just that style being different. It's the same with Free. Like when I first heard Free, I was like, yo, he sounds like he's all nasal. Why, why is he rhyming like that? But then once you hear what they do and everything like that, then it, it just took me a while to get into that style. So I think anytime that there's an MC that has a different style that's not the norm, it kind of takes me a minute to kind of get into. Um, and then like Rel said, Tyler, Naomi put me on the Tyler. She's in the car one day like, yo, I want to play you something. She played me Lumberjack. And I was like, nigga, that's Ooh. Tyler? Like, Ooh. yo, oh, oh, damn, I didn't know. And I took, <laughs> I took her to his show. And it's one of the few shows I can say I've been to. And I didn't really know his music like that. But that I would go again. Like, if there was another show in Philly... I would go to that show again and normally I stay away from shows if I'm not familiar with that artist's work because I, I feel like I would just be left out there but yeah it's that um, Porsche I know you gotta get ready Jet tell them where they can get at you um, and, and all Twitter. that great stuff yeah just on Twitter um, at Chef Shayla Porsche and we do Twitter spaces um, typically every Tuesday night at um, 6.15 Pacific Time 9.15 Eastern Standard Time and yeah Quick question, Portion Eddie, when I was in Cali, do y'all ever feel like, I like Cali because I feel like my day is still ahead of me while the East Coast, like, is going to sleep. Do y'all, do, but I sometimes feel that way. Just, and Adam, why am I forgetting that you're in Cali too? Because you're in New York now. Do you ever feel that way? Like, I'll be like, yo, I like this Cali time because, like, the rest of y'all niggas sleep. It's just nine o'clock here. Like, I'm just coming out. Do y'all feel that way living there or? Yep. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, I, I, I will be honest, like, sometimes I forget, like, sometimes I want to talk to my sister, and I call her in, uh, she's like, oh, you okay? You woke me up. I'm like, oh, damn, man, I forgot. It's, right. like, so late over there. So, um, you know, I got so much family on the East Coast that in, in that way, that's the only thing I don't like about it. But everything else, yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah, do you feel that yeah. way? No, nah, that's the opposite. I, it kind of oh. it worked against me because a lot of times the people that I want to reach out to, I can't do that until after my work day is done. Then it's like it's too late to be calling cats midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Unless like unless it's killed, because a lot of times you still up. <laughs> but, but most of the time, you know, other people you can't really. It's hard to catch up with people because it's either too late to call and then it's too early for them to call me. So I, I spend a lot of time missing people in you know okay. in between that that time change thing. Yeah, I, I never. I just loved it because I'm like getting out of a session. It's like, oh shit, the 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 game that comes on at ten thirty 
here is on at 7.30. And I'm like, oh, this is instead of having to stay up until 1 in the morning to see the last game, it's only 10 o'clock. I still got time to do other stuff. That so. part. No, that, 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 that part I do like. You know what I mean? Like, games are starting like, you know, 4 or 5 right. instead of Over like here. 7 or 8. Yeah. Now, Porsche, are you, is, is everything straight with, with Canada? Can you leave now? Can you fly or is it still COVID? Nope. We can no, we can leave. Like everything is pretty pretty good now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we yeah. got to plan a trip. We got plan a trip to Philly. Yeah. Because me, Rel, and Trey can all get there. If Evans in New York. I know he can come down. So we we got to get you into Philly so we can just come and spend the whole weekend. Yeah. And we will. We will there. talk about that for sure. An apartment five B gathering, you know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be an in-person apartment. Porsche be sending me pictures of bears in her backyard. I ain't going to. Well, I'm about to send you one. There was one today when I got home. You want to go there? No, 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 no. Porsche be showing me bears in her backyard, like nigga. I took a video today. I will post it. It's are you saying bear or bear? Bear, bear, a bear, like, like grizzly, like grizzly bear, yeah. yeah. Now I'm good. I'm straight. Now I'm straight. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, that's why I said I don't want to go to Philly. We go to Philly. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you as always. I'll say Appreciate bye. It. it was so good to see everybody. Take care, guys. See you yeah. guys next time. Ev, where can they get get at you at? Because you don't um, give a fuck. You are the Memphis Grizzlies. You want all the smoke. You coming up the right. chimney. Give me, give me so the I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna respond to you because I don't care. But but my handle is mental one five one. That's what that's on Twitter. On Instagram is um, Ev dash So anyway, listen. Express your thoughts. Maybe we'll have a conversation. Maybe you'll just sit there, hang it, and talk to a wall. <laughs> talk to a wall. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, I got to bounce myself. You know, a little dude. Hey, can you just can back. you just give a quick plug on what you're doing right now? Oh, right now uh, we're in. Uh, we're working on a project in the profit, which deals with the. Um, we're looking at the uh, trajectory, the life's the the not just the lifestyle, but the life study. It's a, it's a lot of it about the study of the MC. Um, and this study, one of the reasons why we're doing it is to really um, look at this form outside of just like, everybody think, you know, rap, that's just what it is. I don't even like, I don't even like to use the word rap, number one. But everybody think, you know, you just put a you know, pen to paper and it is what it is. Um, this project is about showing the study, showing the artistic form of it. And, you know, we need to look at this the same way we look at pianists, the same way we look at painters, the same way we look at architects, like all of this goes into the study. And there's a workflow and a workload that we all have gone through. And this is years of practice, this is years of mastery. So this piece is really about shining light on that. Of course, you know, because I'm from Philly, a lot of it's going to come from a Philly kind of base uh, as far as far as environment location. But we're really looking at the study of this form and um, I'm at a, I'm at a point before before you know this thing winds up because all right they already you know they already got us in academia, and before they do us like jazz, I really want to tell our own stories. Yes, mm. right. Mm. Salute, Salute. 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 Salute.
I'll talk to y'all. I gotta deal with this little. I know. Thing I know what you gotta do. Do your thing, good brother. Do your thing, I, Eddie. Get tell them where they can get at you. Freestyles, yeah, everything yeah. that's going on with you. Um, uh, on on Twitter at Eddie the Eighty, Instagram at Freestyles, Freestyles.com. Uh, so the latest thing that I did was was which was pretty dope, man. Um, I got to do something that I haven't done before. Uh, myself and Porsche, we hosted uh, Twitter Spaces. Uh, for I Am God and the Black Depths. Um, and this is for their latest album that's coming out. Um, I think it's coming out tonight or tomorrow, depending on what coast you want. Yeah, I think it was May 6th. So, yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's midnight. Yeah. And or... it's called, you know, Murder Castle, right? And so that has some history in Chicago as well. Uh, but, uh, yo, we, we held this very dope Twitter space uh, for him. Um, you know what I mean? They 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 explain the project, they explain, you know, all, all the stuff that they're doing, you know, where the name and, and the concept come from and what he was trying to do. So, you know, very, very dope. It was a recorded Twitter space, so you know, you could definitely find it. I know I retweeted it. I'm probably gonna retweet it again since the album is dropping. Uh but but definitely check that out. Man, I had the pleasure of you know being able to get an advance of of that album and it, it's incredible it's, it's it's just super dope um you know i am god he's been on, on on this podcast um he's a friend of the show um and he's always dropping some quality hip-hop you know what i mean all right no doubt no doubt trey where can they get at you where can they cop everything more importantly bro when i, I need to hear some new trey lee bro I, mm-hmm. I need to so when is that coming um, so first and foremost, you can hit me on tracyleemusic.com. That's T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-E-E music.com. That's the website. Uh, you can also hit me on uh, IG at tracyleesq, TikTok, tracyleesq, uh, Twitter at Trey Lee, um, and on YouTube at Left TV, L-L-E-F-T-T-V, left spelled with two L's, L-L-E-F-T-T-V. Uh, stay tuned for the new Twitch uh, page, or should I say channel as well, which is also Left TV. As far as the new project, man, I don't know when it's going to drop, but it's going to drop this year. i tell you that. I can tell you that much. And the way that I'm setting it up, it's kind of like it's a, it's, a, it's a unique process because, you know, I mean, again, and you'll hear this in a lot of the rhymes that I have, man. Everybody rhymes. You know what I'm saying? everybody's a rapper everybody's putting shit out so you have to figure out a way that you stand out amongst your people that you're talking to so the way that i'm going to put this shit out is going to be different from the way other niggas is dropping so i will say that it is dropping this year but it won't be in a traditional sense it's going to be some 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 little you know new nuances to it you know what i'm saying that's going to make you be like oh shit that's how you putting the shit out all right cool so it's always a, a method to the madness, kid. All right, no doubt you already know what it is, Ralph. Where can they get at you, good brother? Uptown, Ralph two one five on the gram, J Ben two one five on Twitter, and uh, yeah, I got some stuff coming out too. So. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, and uh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know when, but I'm working. Yeah, you know I mean, so trust and believe. Oh yeah, I got some. Get ready, get ready. That's always that, that, that's always dope there. That's always dope there. You already know it is. Kill eight eight nine Twitter IG will make beats for food. 
I, I love this episode because again, I've been getting killed. I can't wait for this shit to come out because if Ooh. I've been getting killed, I've been getting killed for giving it three mics. I can't wait to see what the fuck they burn. They gonna burn down Eddie and Porsche's timeline because I got mine burnt down for giving it three mics. He gave it a fucking crooked eye. Ab gave it a crooked eye, but he ain't on Twitter. And then Poor is going to give it a one mic, so I can't wait, because I've been catching hell for the past 24 hours for giving it three mics. So, That's I it. can't wait. I want I want all the smoke. You hear me? There you go. Right there you go. Bring, I'm, about to start calling y'all the, I'm about to start calling you Memphis Grizzlies. Bro, you are my sneakerhead. What do you think about these? Just cop these. Love them. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, that particular sneaker, not even just the colorway, is you can't go wrong, bro. Bro, right. it's some old throwback seventies. It got like the furry fur on it, man. And I really don't do Air Max like that. But when I saw these colors, I was like, "Yo, that's a summer." I was looking that's, for that's a, that's a, perfect, a perfect polo shoe. Yeah. Oh my god, just perfect. And speaking of yeah. polo, my book of the week, Bang Boogie, the polo shirt. Uh mine's on the way. You can way. see that this is all about breaking down the infamous polo shirt, the different styles, everything like That's that. That's right up your alley right there. Oh, hell yeah. So, again, if you're a low life, this is the book that you got to have. Uh, I will get with y'all next week, man. I appreciate it. And great to be back, man. That two weeks off was was no fun without y'all guys. So, you know, I'm going to have to space out my vacations a little bit better next time, man. <laughs>